welcome back to Masters of the Cinematic Universe. This is Joe. With me today is the Pabone Zone and Mr. Doug C. himself. What's up, guys? What's hey, up, bros, man? Uh, just, just trying to bring the energy, trying to bring the noise. You do have that macho man Randy Savage energy right up oh, front. Oh, yeah. I love that booty sweat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what's new with you guys? What's going on? What's been, it's, been, it's been a couple weeks. What's, what's fresh in your world? Oh, well, God. No, go ahead, Eric. No, you know, what is fresh in my world? Nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> you know, there's still a, a pandemic. Everything sucks, man. But it's 2021. I know. Here's the bright spot, right? It's over. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, I forgot. It's, just suddenly, it's just suddenly over. That's great. It has yeah. been two weeks. Yeah, you're Our right. Our tyrannical overlord has been dethroned. <laughs> that much is true. Well. <laughs> Hopefully. We're not exactly we're quite sure. <laughs> hey, I got something that through the through the... The magic of podcasts being recorded weeks before they're released. <laughs> uh, when this releases, I will have recorded an episode of the Guitar Knobs podcast. Oh, yeah. Nice. And I know Joe, I Joe, Joe was interviewed. That was one of my favorites of, of theirs. Thank you. Um, um, no, it was. And I'm not. It's I'm also not one s- of the most edited episodes they've ever done. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm going to try to be good. Um, just think just get manage. used to this. You ready? Whenever you hear that clap, that means it's getting cut out. Oh, really? Okay, <laughs> yeah. that's good. That's good. Sorry to, know. to ruin the magic for no, no, them. No, no, no. <laughs> that's good to know going in. That's good to know. I, but I thought it was applause. Apparently, it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. No. Um, yeah, I, I had sent. I had sent my fat guy to to Todd, and he loved it. And then uh, reached out a little bit after that. So I'm really excited. Uh, nah, that was like super cool, dudes. That was the first. Uh, gear and guitar related podcast I ever listened to um, so you know it means a lot to me I've been nice. I've been on board with them for a couple of years now so it, it was funny because the very first thing he said is we don't talk politics and the very first thing I said was yeah my name is uh, Joe O'Rourke it's kind of like the guy who in Texas who's running who I yeah, wish he I would know. win <laughs> just so people could learn how to say my last name I know <laughs> and I then instantly that. I heard I know. <laughs> and I was like come on no, but dude, the content—the content on your episode was great. I learned a lot, you know, um, just from listening to that. So, and then uh, uh, Esther, Esther Lee was on that episode, and then he came on Just Surprise Me, which I forgot right. to pr- plug last podcast. But uh, yeah, so just that was back me. in March, right? And yeah. then we had we talked about him driving trains for like an hour and him running over right? peacocks. Wasn't it great? That was a great <laughs> conversation. But, that was um, a pretty good episode. Yeah. So um, anyway, yeah. So I'm excited about that. That will have happened nice. when this drops, but it's coming up. Um, and I'm, I'm super excited. So, and, anyway. and Doug will have been on an episode of Just Surprise Me by then also. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> probably like 100 <laughs> episodes by then. <laughs> I know. Uh, but I have a blast doing that. So, um, I uh, read uh, another, another Dave Barry book, actually. I, oh, I, cool. you know, I mean, you guys knew that I read Big Trouble, but I read another book by him called Insane City. Um, it was really good. I recommend it highly. Uh, it's about this guy from... Uh, Washington D.C., and he's um, engaged to this this woman who's real powerful lawyer, and her family's like really rich. I mean, her dad's like one of the richest people in the world in some secret elite society and stuff. But they, but he's like a loser. He like retweets stuff for like a living, and they hate him. Uh-huh. So they're, they're having the wedding in wedding in Miami, which of course is the insane city. Uh, you know, he comes down with his his friends who are also losers like him to start. You know, they're gonna have their bachelor party, and like 
all hell breaks loose. They bunch of unfortunate. It's kind of like a hangover type situation. <laughs> okay. Except crazier. There's a bald guy that carries a snake around uh, an orangutan that goes on a a, 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 um, a spree of larceny. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> there's a pirate Wait, I'm ship. I'm sold. You sold me an orangutan. That's there's great. a pirate ship. Um, a big fat hooker that or a stripper that nobody wanted there. Um, but she's she's there. Um, there's a, a boat full of Haitians that get rescued. Wow, there's a it's lot a, going on here. It, but I read the entire thing in a day and a half. Really, it was nice. so good. It was so like because it just one thing after another just kept like I'm like what the hell? Come on! <laughs> <laughs> and I laughed out loud quite a few times. And I think Dave Barry must have had a bad deal, uh, bad experience at a Kia dealership when he was growing oh, up, because he does take another he cheap trash, shot at Kia. He Kias. trashes him again. Oh, well, yeah, but only one, him. only one. He 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 talks about. So let me put it this way: at one point in time, he has to borrow a vehicle from the stripper's bodyguard because he has no vehicle and he needs to go try to find his wedding ring that's been lost somewhere. So he borrows their vehicle while he's trying to get the money to pay them because he doesn't have his wallet or anything because it all got lost. <laughs> um, and the, the car they bring out is this big black Cadillac Escalade that's sitting on what he says, rims that cost more than a mid-range Kia. <laughs> <laughs> and the entire time he's in it, he can't figure out how to turn off the sound system or the video screens that are everywhere in the vehicle. And they're playing porn the whole time. And he has to pick up his parents who are like proper Jewish like parents who like, I have to go to the bathroom. No, you don't have to go to the bathroom. And like they're trying to find the cheapest flight. He has to pick them up in the Escalade. What, what's this noise you're listening to? <laughs> Nothing, mom. Oh, it's good. I recommend it highly. Like I said, I, you sold me at, at orangutan. You I just took that. me on a real journey there, man. I, I got <laughs> lost in thought. I was, oh, it's a, it's a Dave Barry story, so you're going to get lost. But, I mean, it's worth it. It's so much fun. I'm in. I just Googled what's Dave Barry's problem with Kia, but I can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and there's then her father-in-law, um, he wants to join this elite society, and there's another rich businessman who's actually one of the top members of the elite society who he invites to the wedding because like he thinks that like you know him being there is going to get him like a better spot in this and somehow that guy accidentally gets high because somebody gives him brownies with weed in it oh, so geez. the ultra rich right. businessman who's the straight most straight laced person on earth is high for half the book and he's just fucking with the other guy he makes the other guy wear a fucking flamingo costume <laughs> wow all right, there is a lot going on here. There's a and lot to unpack. While he's wearing the flamingo costume, he has to meet the governor of Florida. Hey, well, Eric. that tracks. That tracks. Oh, this book is the best fucking thing ever. But the governor of Florida, and it literally says, it goes, he's the governor of Florida. He's used to this kind of stuff. Eric, I am, I am so hoping that they never make this movie because oh, I was thinking that I was like I, I do not want I hope they make this into I do the, not want to review it. Okay, oh, God. I was like God, I hope this becomes a movie. It's kind of like The Hangover, but crazier. <laughs> okay. I think they missed their window on, like, wacky, too much stuff going on movies. I think the yeah. last one that they were able to pull off is the one that we're going to talk about today. Because I can't see it. You know, this feels very like, the, you know, those trailers that would open with, like, uh, uh, 
I don't know. This summer, a wacky yes. adventure. No, exactly. Well, like rat you're pretty close, but the trailer it actually opens with this. Al Pacino's booty sweat, popping ass open. <laughs> booty sweat and busting nut bars available at concessions now. Busting nut bars. So this movie literally just starts with trailers, which I fucking love that they did that. Like, there's no like you know credit to the production company or anything. It literally just dead cold opens with the, with this trailer. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I I, I I started this movie with my kids like in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I immediately had to stop because I forgot I all love about that pussy. this. Hell yeah! It's like, oh Jesus Christ! And I like his name is Alpa Chino, like the dog yes, Alpa Chino, <laughs> instead of Al Pacino, which I do love that they bring that up later in the movie too, which we'll talk about when that scene comes. Yes. By. But uh, he's a rapper and a promoter of his beverage called Booty Sweat, as well as his candy bar called Bust a Nut. Boston and he has a clothing line as well. And he does have a clothing line. Was it? Is it Al Pacino's Chinos? I, Al Pacino's I so. Chinos. And he goes, I know that he sewed all the patterns himself. So he's what, adept what really at selling, which comes up later as well. Disappointed is we're going to go through a couple more trailers here. All of the main characters get a trailer except for Jay Baruchel's uh, Sandusky character. Yeah, well, he's new to acting, so well, he, he wasn't that commercial that that hemorrhoid commercial. That's oh, true. Oh man, that would have been a nice little. That's what I'm saying. Like, we should mention the name of the movie we are discussing, by the way. Right, they haven't mentioned it Oh, yeah, that yet. might help. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't got to it yet. <laughs> it's Booty Sweat, the motion picture. Or is it another movie that is... In 2013, when the Earth's rotation came to a halt... Again, again. So this is um. Well, I, I forgot to mention that Al Pacino is Michael B. Jackson, who I always confuse with Michael B. Jordan every time I say that name. <laughs> um, yeah, that's Michael B. Jackson. But uh, Tug Speedman is Mr. Ben Stiller, who also had a part in writing and directing this movie. Yep. And uh, he his he's well known for his scorcher line of movies, where basically I'm not really sure what the plot is, except for the Earth stops and gets really hot, and somehow he saves it. <laughs> Five yes, times, exactly. Oh wait, wait a minute. Al Pacino's his the actor's name is Brandon T. Jackson. Ah, Brandon T. Jackson. Yeah, that's right. I, I knew it was something. B. Jordans Jackson. and T. Jacksons all mixed God. up, man. 
I know. So, yeah, it's Brandon T. Jackson, not Michael T. Jackson. Whatever the hell. Like, it's all the same. <laughs> Just a dude playing a dude playing dude, another dude. Playing another dude. Disguises another dude. So, so yeah. uh, um, Ben Stiller is Mr. Tug Speedman, and he is an actor of a action-type movie that's our very effects-driven. Yes. Um, but this time he's making Scorcher Six, which the world freezes over instead of catching on fire, and he has two babies attached to him. I know. He and, and he uh, he uh, Ben Stiller originally wanted uh, Keanu Reeves to play uh, Tug. Oh, did and, he? Yes, and Ben Stiller was going to play uh, the Pecker. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, I think it, McConaughey it just, did way better. At the oh Pecker yeah, than... no, no. In the end, in the end, I think because I, I. I wouldn't have enjoyed Keanu Reeves in this role as much no, as I did. Uh, me neither, especially not the simple Jack parts. No, exactly. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that was a, that's a little bit of trivia there. Yep. And we're still not into this movie yet because we have more characters to introduce. So I give you. Will there be you? Anything else? Oh yes, my dear man, my babes. <laughs> This summer, America's favorite obese family is back. Ew, gross! You're just mad because I'm skinny. I'm not. Jeff Portnoy. Jeff Portnoy. Jeff Portnoy. And Jeff Portnoy are The Fatties, Part 2. In some countries... Considered a compliment. Letting loose this summer. So that is Jeff Portnoy, who is also Jack Black in real life. And uh, this reminds me of like the old, like uh, what were they called, the Nutty Professor movies? Oh yes. yeah, hundred percent. With, with, with the clumps, mm-hmm. um, they, it is him playing a bunch of different fat people. One of them looks like a gothopotamus, which I always love that. Gothopotamus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is this is definitely a Nutty Professor, you know, kind of riff. And it's funny because I watched Nutty Professor recently, um, out of nowhere for no reason. So this was timely. Yep, and I love how it's the fatties fart two, fart two. Yeah, (laughs) like this just seems like one of those type of movies that at that point in time was all the rage. Oh, definitely, it would have been made. It probably almost was made. To be honest with you. Yeah, which I also like the fact that in this movie coming up, uh, if we ever get to it, his character's name is Fats. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> it's appropriate. Yes. So we have one more trailer to go through real quick, and I think this one, you know, deserves a more serious listen to since this is a uh, <laughs> award-winning actor in this movie. In a time where to be different was to be condemned. And to be condemned was to die. One man chose to question his God. From Fox Searchlight. (laughs) 
Emmy Award winner Kirk Lazarus. And MTV Movie Award Best Kiss winner Toby Maguire. Beijing Film Festival's coveted Crying Monkey Award. Satan's Alley. <laughs> so this is a movie starring Kirk Lazarus, who is an Australian actor, played by Robert Downey Jr. Yes, man. Iron Man and Spider-Man. Um... And to a lot of that had silence. That was him giving Toby Maguire kind of like awkward looks, like we're gonna basically bone down. Yeah. Uh, even though they were, you know, priests in like, or are they monks or priests? Or? Monks or no? They were priests in like the 1300s or whatever it was, the 1400s. Yeah. So yeah. it was like a uh, real kind of no-no type thing. Right. And but they they were they were gonna get it. Oh yeah, definitely. And, uh, they were they were fondling each other's rosaries. <laughs> that's <laughs> true. Play. And uh, Toby Toby McGuire was uncredited in this. I mean, he was did he? that. Yeah, he just he was uncredited. Well, I mean, he was credited just there. Yeah, and there's uh, oh, there's stories about Toby McGuire, but we're not going to go into that. He he he's apparently one of the most awful people on the planet Earth. Is he really? Oh. I mean, he was one of the most awful Spider-Mans on the face of the planet. Well, yeah, he you know he's going to be in the new Spider-Man. Yeah, I heard Both that. Him like, and, uh, and and the other dude, because uh, they're gonna have uh, they're gonna do sort of Spider Verse stuff with alternate. Uh, yeah, I heard they were universes. gonna Spider Verse this. Yeah, he's a very I'm sad fine. sack, Peter Parker. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. But yeah, Tobey yeah. Maguire is not a nice person. Um, oh, whatever. Fair enough. Who but, am but, I? Yeah. I'm a douchebag. Yeah. What's your name? <laughs> Toby. <laughs> exactly. Which that was actually a. Uh, um, my mind is on blank. Jordy LaForge. Uh, oh right, yeah, Levar Burton. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that's, him. that's the guy. All I can think was Star Trek. Yeah. Uh, yep. So let's actually get started with the movie we're here to review today, Tropic Thunder. Let's do it. Yep. So I'm going to go ahead and give you a little bit of another play here, just because I have to. <laughs> this will kind of explain what we're getting into here. In the winter of 1969. An elite force of the U.S. Army was sent on a top-secret assignment in southeast Vietnam. The objective, rescue Sergeant Fourleaf Tayback from a heavily guarded NBA prison camp. The mission was considered to be near suicide. Of the ten men sent, four returned. Of those four, three wrote books about what happened. Of those three, two were published. Of those two, just one got a movie deal. This is the story of the man who attempted to make that movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> one of the most recognizable voices in movies. Yes. Nick Nolte. You can tell immediately it's him. I'm so happy they picked him to play that character. Oh, definitely. Because I don't know if anyone else like would have done justice to that role, honestly. No, not like that. To to be able to play that quote sort of kind of hippie-ish, but not, but, you know. But, but also batshit crazy. Intense, hardcore, batshit crazy. I mean, Busey, Busey's too far gone for yeah. that. But he, he would be maybe a, a second choice if, if they – because the funny thing was, his uh, Nolte's role isn't 
comedic. The movie is a comedy, but his role isn't comedic. So that's why, you know, if it was a comedic role, I could see Busey doing it. But you're right. Otherwise, Nick Nolte's yeah. the man. They, they did it right. And then there are other people who are serious actors who could have done it. But once, you know, you know the, the, the spoiler part comes up, yeah. um, he has to, like, he can't just keep being serious. He has to, like, be a normal right. dude at that point. Exactly. Yep. So... As after that narration comes on, we get helicopters like in the classic like Vietnam style flying over you know the mountains and through the the valleys and the jungles. Yeah. Um, we start seeing them like raining down fire like on the on the people that are on the ground, which is crazy because like they're just shooting off like like explosions and napalm, but they have their people on the ground too. <laughs> yeah, and you know, right out of the gate, you can tell that this is a big budget flick. Like because that- oh yeah yeah. That, that it was beautifully shot like everything was cool i mean it, it the budget back then was 92 million dollars um that's a lot um now are you talking about made, the budget for the actual movie or the, the actual the movie, movie within the yeah. movie tropic thunder was 92 million <laughs> wow. and it, and it, it grossed 110 million in the u.s and 195 total so it barely made its money back but um i mean you could tell again it was it was beautifully shot that that, that opening yeah. sequence with the with the choppers and the explosions oh this is a well, high and the whole movie. movie i mean the whole you can movie tell. Is, is actually visually stunning well that and the ridiculous ensemble cast uh no no, no. a lot of course a lot of that went to to, to actors but you know overall you, you could just tell it's it's definitely a big budget movie you know as as, as comedies go especially yeah this was not a, a cheap cheaply made movie yeah. um so we get them firing and then it's funny because like people are just like doing like cartwheels and shit on the ground like, up. <laughs> yeah. you definitely get like these war movie tropes you know what i yeah, mean yes and it and they do such a good job in this sequence when uh, one of the guys gets shot and the blood starts yeah. pouring out of his head <laughs> well lazarus as osiris is giving out orders and then Port Portnoy as as Fats and Sandusky as Brooklyn are down there, and the guy gets shot in the back of the head. And they're trying to plug up the blood hole, which is just squirting as hard as he can at everyone's yeah. face. Nuts. At which point Sandusky as Brooklyn gets stabbed, and just the worst like viscerous. <laughs> I'm gonna put it back in. I'm I think I can put, put it back, back in. in. <laughs> I, I like the ten seconds of the guy just moving his guts around back and I forth. Know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then yeah. Alpa, as Motown, is dragging them back to the chopper. And then as they all get back there, Speedman, as Forleaf, runs out of the jungle right as they're about to leave. And then yeah. he's shot, like, it has to be, like, 20 times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was definitely, it was, well, it was right out of Platoon, obviously. But, yeah. um, you know, the whole, the slow motion and the arms up, like, Jesus and everything. It was all, oh, yeah. it was all Platoon, but. Um, um at which point Lazarus as Osiris runs back out to save him. And I'm going to do this every time that somebody's playing somebody else. I'm going to say who they are playing this person because yes. if not, it gets way too confusing. Um, just randomly in the background, a helicopter crashes. Like, <laughs> like a helicopter just crashes in the background. One of the, the Vietnam uh, soldiers pops up from a hole in the ground and throws a grenade right at the helicopter that everyone else is in that's hovering. Right. At which point, Speedman, as Fourleaf, jumps up and, like, volleyball hits it. Exactly. <laughs> and it blows off his hands. Blows his hands off. Yep. Um, at, at, at the next point, you know, you see, you know, um, Lazarus as Osiris and Speedman as Fourleaf having a heartfelt conversation where, where Speedman as Fourleaf tells him to hold his hands, which are completely blown off and look <laughs> like up palm trees. Stumps. It's so <laughs> awful. 
Like, it's terrible. Um, they have a conversation about starting a three-piece combo band. <laughs> I know. It's sad. <laughs> and how he was supposed to tickle the ivories. Uh, so uh, sad. And then as the scene's going on, you can tell something's like starting to go wrong. Because uh, Speed, Speedman has four leaf. He can't cry. But Lazarus' Osiris is just slobbering everywhere. Um, oh, he is. And, yeah. In the background, Portnoy's fats is hanging from the helicopter. <laughs> now, as this is going on, they're trying like their hardest. They someone yells for cut, and I'm just going to let this next scene play out. Then we can describe what's going on because all this shit's just about to hit the fan and fall apart. <laughs> 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 sorry, can we cut? What's the name? Can we cut? No, 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 no. Right, you know we got the jets coming in. Big no. explosion. Two minutes. No, no. Still, still rolling. Uh, you know what? No, not still rolling. We cut. Oh, we're cutting. Cut out. Two minutes. Hey, what's going on? For real, my butt is hurting. This harness is riding up my crack. Come on, Damien. Come on, cutting. No, no, still rolling. Conference. Are we cutting, sir? No. No, we're not cutting. We're still rolling. Damien, what's the deal, dude? Are we gonna blow this tree line or what? Tuck Tuck and Kim got the blue balls here. I'm gonna let them score before it go. Hey, it's still rolling. Peter, can you hear me? That's C4, dipshit. Put that back. I said a detonator. I need some dudes up here who speak American, goddammit. He's making a fucking sweater back here. I'm trying to put Tiger Bomb on this jungle's nuts. Everyone, please shut up. The jets are coming in. We only have one chance at this. And go! Let's do it. Feel it? You feel me? You're my. I am a bull. We've seen it all, man. I'm sorry, Damien. Are you seeing that? The frog, little froggy on the boom mic. It's right in my eye line. Ouch. Dirty! What's up, man? It's a froggy thing. Yeah, well, it's right in my face. I'm staring at a frog. I'm trying to do it. It's always a yellow frog and then brings the black frog on front. What the? Hell no, I didn't pee on that girl. No, I didn't pee on her. Listen, 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 listen. No, no, the story is this. She was anywhere when I was peeing and she walked past. What the fuck is going on here? Three, baby. One, two. Do me a favor. I don't want to do a countdown. Before I do the no scene. Countdown. No countdown. Can we okay, just do it off of action? Just in your own time. Good. So I'm, not, I'm not a rocket ship, okay? okay. okay. All right. And action. Let's see both, baby. <laughs> Erica, give me a vitamin water. You know what it is, Damien? I'm sorry. Not to get into his thing, but if I'm crying, should Osiris be crying too? No, it's happening. We're cutting. No, we're crying. No, 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 we're crying. Just call it, man. Hey, cut. You, you can cry. Oh, thanks. Everybody crying. Okay, it's just, you know what? You right see how way. agitated he is now? I know. Let's let's make lemonade. Okay. Let's go to work. Still rolling. This is Falcon 1. We have the ridge in sight approximately two miles. Peter, these jets are about to crest this ridge line. I got about 200 pounds of shit your pants. I need to know if we're ready to go. <laughs> you were my... You my... See, that's what I think it is, Damien. I think it's the line. Yeah. I don't know if Four Leaf would say that. Would you... Four Leaf, were you crying when your hands blew up? No. So no. Yeah. I okay. mean, just, so now we're in rewrites, right? Where are you going? Let's rewrite it. X and Jackson can't cry. That's what's going down. You know what, Kirk? I'm ready to do the scene. Hey, what I'm scene? The scene is about emotionality. Where is it? Uh, now it's time to flip the script. Kirk, you no. until Chinese New Year, wait for my man to cry. Kirk, you're tangling me. You're fucking tangling me. You're, you're tangling me, goddammit. No! Stop tailgating me, you pasty tea bag. I'm going potty. You going home a dick? <laughs> Shit! What are what are you fucking both doing? Good lord! Bringing this in a wide shot, right? Of course we're getting in a fucking wide. You think I'm a dick? Get that fucking food! Here they come! Hey, 
Crazy amounts going on. Danny McBride's lines are the best. <laughs> yeah, Danny McBride, fucking as Cody. Um, yeah. He just wants to blow the shit up. Tuck, Tuck, and Kimmer up here got the blue balls. I want to let him squirt. Let him them squirt before they go. Making sweaters back here. Sweater back here. Well, let's address the elephant in the American. room right off the bat. The elephant yeah. in the room is uh, blackface, right? Oh, 2008. Yeah. Blackface, Robert Downey Jr. We had a conversation about this earlier, and I think the reason that this is like the exception to the rule is because this movie is making fun of Hollywood and it's making fun of all of these, yes. um, you know, these, these like tired tropes and institutions. And, and yeah. so, although there is clearly blackface in it, and there's also some other problematic things, it's doing a job of like pointing these things out of like how ridiculous they are. Yeah, yeah if we didn't I mean, mention, like, I was listening to, um, I, I spent a lot of today watching people watch reaction video, like, reactions to this movie. Like, they basically watched this movie and just reacted to it. And, like, the one guy, like, is like, is that Robert Downey Jr.? <laughs> like, yeah. Four or five times. He kept forgetting it was Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Um, he struggled with, with taking this role. He didn't want to do it at first. And then, you know, we had conversations with Ben Stiller and Justin Thoreau. And yeah. Ultimately, it, it's what you said, Eric, in that he, he realized that came to understand that it was calling out a lot of the nonsense that goes on in Hollywood. And that's yeah. why he jumped on board after that because, you know, that was the reason they were doing it. Um, it is controversial, but that was the reason. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, while this is going on, there are a couple other things that make me laugh. The fact that Al Pacino's calling, taking a call about peeing on a girl is an R. Kelly <laughs> reference, for sure. <laughs> yes, exactly. 100% an R. Kelly reference. I didn't pee on her. I was peeing and she walked by. <laughs> yeah. So That one. Uh, Fax is still hanging from the helicopter the entire time. <laughs> riding up my crack. This harness is riding up my crack. Uh, Speedman as four leaf, he just cannot cry. Like it's something he right. can't do. And then he looks over at uh, the actual four leaf Tayback, who's there, and says, "Did you cry?" And he just shakes his head no because he's <laughs> Mister Serious Nick Nolte. I know. Uh, at which point uh, Lazarus says, "We're we're rewrites." Yeah, the bathroom and tells the director he could hold his dick. <laughs> uh, Bill Hader's walking around and happens to eat some fruit and spit it back into a bowl. I know. Uh, the the Steve Coogan playing uh, Damien Cockburn as the director, uh, he does a so great good. job of being like just has no like ability to control anything that's going. Oh, on. Oh yeah, no, he's totally out of his depth there. Yeah, and, um, yeah. There's just so much going on in the scene. Like the scene just keeps like falling apart. Like the more it goes, the more it falls apart. Then of course the jets are flying in. Danny McBride like sees him jumping around screaming and decides to just blow it up. Yep. So I mean. I don't know what else is left to say about this scene because it's just insanity. It, it, it's insanity at its finest, and like oh, it, yeah. it just it sets you up for like what you're about to get into in this movie because like this is just a foretaste of what's to come in this. One hundred percent. It's, it's the yeah, it's the foretelling of the shit show. 
that we're about to experience. Yeah. You know? So after this scene, we get a clip of Access Hollywood, which I'm going to play for you. And, and if you don't know what Access Hollywood is, it's kind of like an Entertainment Tonight type show where they talk about what's going on in like the movie world. Like the, it's like the news, but for entertainment. Bungle in the jungle. More bad news from the Vietnamese set of Tropic Thunder, where a $4 million explosion charred the Asian location, and the camera wasn't even rolling. Financed by hot-headed mega-mogul Les Grossman, the film is already rumored to be one month behind schedule, just five days into shooting. The reason? Fingers are pointed at rookie director Damian Cockburn, who insiders say can't control a star-studded cast, including flatulent star of the popular Fatties franchise, Jeff Portnoy. Let me tell you something, a lot of people disrespecting me. They say that the movie is just about farts, it's about family, and f*** you, you can't do what I do. <laughs> Fresh from his most recent arrest for heroin, glue, and crack possession, Portnoy was almost uninsurable. Also in the mix is booty sweat hawking hip-hop hyphenate Al Pacino. I'm so excited, you know what I'm saying, about doing Tropic Thunder. Hey, drink booty sweat, baby. Drink booty sweat. But the real heavyweight on the set is five-time Academy Award winner Kirk Lazarus. The brilliant Australian, known for his bad boy antics off-screen, is famous for his total immersion into any role he portrays. Well, being an actor is no different than being a rugby player, a construction worker, save for the fact that my tools are the mechanisms that trigger human emotion. Lazarus underwent a controversial pigmentation alteration procedure in order to play the platoon's African-American sergeant, Lincoln Osiris. Yeah! Trying to hold his own on screen with Kirk is action juggernaut Tug Speedman, once the highest grossing star in the world. Lately, his scorcher films have lost their heat. Recently, Speedman opened up to Tyra. You have no real family. You're on the wrong side of 40. You're childless and alone. Somebody close to you said, one more flop and it's over. Somebody said they were close to me? <laughs> Oof. Been a tough year for Tug, the disappointing buddy comedy Chitlin and the Dude was followed by an ill-advised venture into serious dramatic territory. Simple Jack, the story of a mentally impaired farmhand who can talk to animals, was a box office disaster that many critics called one of the worst movies of all time. I got a good, good brain. I think you've got a fine brain, Jack. You make me happy. But now the question is, can Speedman make audiences happy in what's being called the most expensive right war back. movie never made? <laughs> that is so good. I love it. His most what? recent arrests on heroin, glue, and crack. <laughs> glue. <laughs> and He's I gotta, I gotta give a shout out. I gotta give a shout out to Howard Stern fans and Maria Menounos, just you know, because her favorite phrase on the Howard Stern show is Noah. That's how she says no. So if you're a Howard Stern fan, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you aren't, I don't care because you should be. You m m m make me happy. I hope well he m m m make some money or I don't remember what she says now. But yeah. Oh, and and real real cool piece of trivia. So they made they made Lazarus Australian. Originally it was supposed to be Irish, but uh, RDJ said he said it would be easier for him because he had he had done his Australian accent in uh, Natural Born Killers. Uh, and he said it would be sense. easier to get into that character as an Australian uh, rather 
than learning an Irish accent, so they went Australian instead. Okay. I, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know that, but that actually makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so after that session of all kinds of stuff ends, <laughs> uh, Speedman gets a call from Rick Pecker, his agent. Uh, first of all, I love the names they, they give people in this yeah. movie. Cockburn well, Peck. and Pecker. Cockburn. His name is Peck, but uh, they call him Pecker. Oh, and speaking about Cockburn. <laughs> wow. Okay. Speak about Cockburn. Apparently, and I, I'm not even still sure how to pronounce it, but in, in, in England, it, it's pronounced Colburn or Cockburn. I think it's Colburn. Like, they oh. don't say Cockburn. But, of course, here in America, we would look at that name and say Cockburn, and that's why they call him that. But it's apparently not pronounced exactly like that. Uh, yeah, over there, there, but I, who knows? There Somebody was a Russian guy if you're from England, that used please. to work at the DOT from, with me, and he actually moved here from Russia like recently before he got that job. And his last name was K-H-O-K-L-O-V, and I always called him Koklov. <laughs> and he was like, it's Holov. The K is silent. I said, no, you're in America. The H is silent. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, then I found out his first name was Alexis, and it was even funnier. <laughs> so... Uh, Speedman gets a call from Pecker, um, which also there's also Gross Man, <laughs> Les Gross yes. Man, <laughs> which I think is fucking great, uh, who is his agent, Pecker's his agent, and uh, at, while he's talking to him, he's looking at a magazine uh, with him and some pandas on it, because <laughs> he did a, a photo shoot with some pandas, because he loves pandas. Yes. Um, uh, Pecker asks him if he got the gift back, that has a satellite <laughs> phone in it, and that's a real satellite phone. Yeah. Um, don't regift that. Don't regift that. Um, Speedman's all depressed about the the piece he just saw on TV. Um, so he talks him up, and then he tells him he's like a kid with lice. Though he needs to get rid of the lice. <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> like the kid on the playground with lice. We got to shave your head and get you back out there. <laughs> yep. Oh, and uh, see if we haven't mentioned yet, Pecker is played by McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Yes. All right. All right. All right. Yep. Um, you know, he asks about if he was able to cry, and he says no. He tells him to buck it up. Then he asks about a TiVo, and, and he goes, "No, I never got that." But he get that like the thing he picks to get mad about is the TiVo. Yes. <laughs> Out of all things, oh, he yeah. dies on that hill for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, he asks how his, his adoption efforts are going, and he's not. He, they're not going great. He goes, "Well, at least you get to choose yours." <laughs> oh God, that is so. Oh man, and that is such. I I, I don't know who Travolta pissed off, but <laughs> he pissed off somebody in that. Whether it's Justin Thoreau or still or a both but that is a direct jab at, at, at travolta oh, that's funny like, i didn't know it's that so obvious yeah because i mean travolta's kid is autistic and um it's 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 a straight up jab at him for whatever reason huh and uh it's brutal that's like travolta most- lives like 40 minutes from me oh yeah yeah because he lives down in ocala which is the next little town down from us oh okay but yeah like- i mean no one will admit that but it is an absolutely direct jab at him and it's a hundred percent brutal it's really bad well i mean that's kind of what this movie's mo is oh yeah no there's there's no there's no punches held yeah there's no fucks given in this movie no zero um so so when pecker just going along with his theme makes he hangs up you know what he makes stiller tell or speedman tell him you make me happy (laughs) (laughs) as if nothing else just to rub it in Yep. Um, the next scene we get their poolside and we hear uh, uh, Bill Hader's character. I can never remember what his name is. 
But he runs uh, out to Cockburn and tells him there's a crisis meeting. He's Nutless Monkey. No. <laughs> That's right, Nutless Monkey. Yeah. And he says, all these words get thrown around. Crisis, explosion, not rolling, fired. <laughs> he goes, right. but don't worry, Judy Dench was injured by a camera truck today, so you're not the worst thing. Yeah. And real quick, a, a, a cameo in that uh, party scene, in that uh, pool scene, Justin Thoreau, he he plays the DJ. So he's the co-writer on this movie. Yep. He plays the DJ, and it's actually the same DJ character played in Zoolander. Oh, you're right. Same I forgot guy. about that. I didn't you put know, that together. Yeah, he, he's in he's in that scene, like real quick. That's awesome. Yep. Uh, so we walk into like an old version of FaceTime, basically like webcam chat with Les Grossman. Um, I'm not going to call him Grossman. I'm going to call him Grossman. <laughs> <laughs> Who is? This is the other one I got. Like when people are reviewing, like. One later, like, is that Tom Cruise? I know. I look. I had friends who didn't know it till till the closing credits when his name came up. Like they were shocked when they saw yeah. it was him. That is my favorite Tom Cruise character, also. By the way, oh, absolutely. I mean, it's so so self deprecating, and apparently yeah. he he. The rumor is he modeled that after uh, uh, Sumner Redstone, who he had big beef with. Oh, he, I can believe he it. Had, he had fights with him. Uh, Players. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> Uh, so um, <clears throat> that's gross me and like the little camera goes around the room and says, where's the director where's that cockburn <laughs> um, once he finds him he goes who's the key grip and this big ass dude like raises so his great. hand he, he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt looks all, all chill just has a little like uh, coconut drink in his hand and then Les Grossman says go over and hit that director right in his face as, as hard, hard as you can, can. <laughs> and the guy's like I'm sorry I gotta do it <laughs> he just fucking punches him as hard as he can they said they had to do that scene, I don't know, like multiple multiple takes because they could never get the blood right on his nose. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. That punch came across as really brutal too, man. Oh, oh you yeah. know, it was hard. I mean, they sped it up. Oof. You could tell they sped it up. But, yeah, it, it looked like it connected and it looked like it did damage. Oh, yeah. Um, Les just basically rips Cockburn a new ass. And then <laughs> Cockburn tries to blame the actors. At which yeah. point, we, we, uh, Les, Les says, you know how you handle act, misbehaving actors? You pull down their pants and spank their ass. <laughs> uh, then from nowhere, Four Leaf chimes in. Uh, you, gotta, you know what happens when you spank their ass? They just misbehave more. You got to right. get them fear. Take them out into the jungle and teach them real world. Um, at which point, Les is like, who the fuck was that? <laughs> So great, and then um, he goes on this like little diatribe about you know you're a great American hero and this and that and shut the fuck up. Thank you for your service. Now shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Les basically just ready to be done with this call, just tells him to get the shit together and get it worked out. Yep. Um, our next scene, we're at a party, which is weird because like why would there be a party tonight? This is usually like one of those like when everything's gone right celebration parties. Yes, when you're exactly. Done shooting. But it just shows how it's like out a rap, a, like a rap party, right? But, and I don't mean rap like R A P. I mean W R A P. Yeah, but they didn't rap because they didn't have the camera rolling. Like today should be one of those like oh fuck we all fucked up days, but now nah, they're partying. Um, yeah, it shows you how out of control the whole shoot is. Cockburn's like walking around looking for Speedman. Um, he runs into Lazarus first, who tells him he needs to get it together or he's out of the movie. Yeah. Um, then he runs into Sandusky, who actually like seems to care about this movie. Like he read the script, he did all the work, he you know uh, did the audition. I think Cockburn even says like you're the only person who did the audition. <laughs> <laughs> um, Al Pacino is uh, having his own little private VIP section, um, and then you know. Uh, 
uh, Cockburn has to try to like get past the bodyguard to get in, and then all he does wants to do is talk about the booty sweat promotion and the dances they're going to do. Yes, he's like, we're going to do the bunny hop, <laughs> we're going to do the seizure. <laughs> uh, uh, Portnoy comes up, doesn't recognize Sandusky, even though they've been doing scenes together for the past like three weeks or whatever. Um, but realizes all he really wants is drugs, and he chases off his drug dealer, chases him down. Um, and Speedman's up on like a pedestal giving a speech about differences and being friends, which is a quote from some book he's writing. And Portnoy just yells, Simple Jack sucks ass! <laughs> <laughs> um, at which point, Cockburn walks out to the beach, and I'm going to play the meeting here of Cockburn and Four Leaf and their decision of what's going to go forward in this movie. It has some great quotes and it's the only reason I'm playing it. Otherwise, I could just explain it. But the quotes, gotta do it for the quotes. The herd loses its way. The shepherd must kill the bull that leads them astray. Police? Come on over. It's okay. Sit down. Yes? So you, uh, don't like the hotel. Beds give me nightmares. I'm guessing right about now, you couldn't find a Dixie Coon skin with a Ohio hooker holding your prick and showing you the way. What? You're a riddle. With no cheese to maze through. Don't you get it? No, I don't. I'm the cock of the mouse or something. I put my story in your limp-rid hands, and you are not going to fail me. You think I was just blowing my own bagpipe in that meeting? You must put those boys in the shit. I don't understand. I don't understand. You want to make your movie or not? Yes. All right, you get some of those little videotype cameras. We take them up there and we put them in the trees in different angles. And you give me and the pyromaniac Cody all the smoke bombs, charges, explosive detonators you got. And we take those boys up there. Me and Cody, we could light up that fucking jungle so those lily dick hackers would be shitting their pants and screaming for their mammies. They'd be begging for a body bag if it means a ride home. I could do it. I could shoot the whole thing gorilla style. Gritty, dirty, get them away from their helpers and arse-sticking assistants. Put them in the real shit. Real shit. With real fear in their eyes. Real fear, real emotion. Yes, Foley. Yes. 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 Take them off the fucking grid. So basically, they hatch a plan to put the guys out in the forest and shoot this movie guerrilla style and hide explosions and set the entire thing up. Which leads to a bunch of confusion coming up pretty soon. Because <laughs> uh, some people think that this is a, uh, you know, a real situation, and other people, you know, may not believe that as much. Yep, I like the whole line about the uh, the Dixie Cup hooker or whatever <laughs> leading through a parking lot. I, I don't even remember how he says it. That's why I didn't want to fuck these. Like the reason I'm playing so much of this is because first of all, I don't want to fuck these up because they're like great quotes, right? And like I want to do them justice by letting them be played by the uh, 
you know, spoken by the people who spoke them and did such a good job with it. But also, there's a lot of things in this movie that are kind of like on the edge of if it's appropriate to say or not, and I'd rather them say it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't want you to put that on me. <laughs> Fair well, enough. That's a good, I- good idea. Well, so this we is, get a, this oh, is a great premise for a movie. Like, this feels like the pitch for this movie was like, wouldn't it be fun to do a movie about people who think they're making a movie? You know? Yep. Like, it's just yeah. such a solid idea. Yeah, it's like a... It's, the movie's like an onion. It's got layers. <laughs> so we get the, the the helicopter flying scene again. They're heading into the jungle, deep into the jungle. Um, and Cockburn kind of explains what's going on in the in the helicopter. Uh, Portnoy, playing Fats, gets worried that he won't have any drugs. He doesn't come out and say it like that. Um, but at the same time, Speedman Fourleaf pulls out a grenade that's filled with M&Ms. So it shows you how prepared <laughs> yeah, they actually are. Um, then they land in the clearing, and uh, Cockburn uh, you know, starts to explain the situation a little better. And I'm going to go ahead and play the scene right now uh, for that one real quick, just to get a little bit of setup before we go back into what's actually going on here. This is bullshit! I gotta at least call my fucking assistant. Fucking Jesus, dude! Oh! You're on a nest of hostile enemy VC. Congratulations, Fats. You just got us all killed. Anybody else care to give away our position to Charlie? Cell phones! The hell, Damien? We're no cell phones in 69, man. I'm here to tell you. Gentlemen, I've got good news and bad news. The studio wants to shut us down. That's the bad news. And the good news. If you want to save this movie, you will become a unit. Your objective is to head north to the Dangquok River. Liberate the POW camp. At which point, Foley will get himself captured. At which point, you will rescue him. At which point, we will topper you home. Foley, since you're the staff sergeant, there's the map. There's the scene list. Think you can handle it? We have rigged this entire valley of death with hidden cameras. And I will be shooting as well from unseen vantage points so that every glorious moment is captured on film. <laughs> and believe me, gentlemen, it will be glorious. If it looks real, chances are it probably is. You want us to be actors? You want us to occupy the skin of another human being? Well, get ready to occupy the skin of a terrified U.S. infantry grunt surrounded by death. Crawling up Satan's bottom. There'll be ambushes, enemy fire, your own little personal slice of Nam. This radio goes to the chopper and the chopper only. The chopper is God. And I am Jesus Christ, his son. You are my chosen disciples. And no one gets to go home till we get the shots. Put on your war faces, gentlemen. Now, let's go and make the greatest war movie yeah! So, this exact moment is when everybody who watches this movie is like, what the fuck just exactly. happened? <laughs> so, he gives his, uh, his speech. Uh, at one point, it's a visual thing you didn't see because we were just listening to it, but Tug um, slides the satellite phone into his pants so they're not completely without a way to get in touch with somebody. Right. Um, 
But, uh, you know, he's walking around giving his speech about how he's God and how they're going to film this movie and this and that. Then he steps on a landmine and explodes. Like, literally just explodes everywhere. Yep, pieces go all over. Uh, um, at which point, um, you know, th- there's a little bit of an argument going on about, like, uh, if, if he's, did he really blow up or is he faking it? And um, <laughs> while this is going on, members of Flaming Dragon are in the jungle and they hear them talking. Um, Lazarus, as Osiris says, he knows what happened as, as Sandusky, as Brooklyn, finds one of the mines um, and points out this is like a mine that's been left over. It's a um, French, French landmine. Yeah, French landmine. Uh, Speedman as Four Leaf tries to inspire them and tell them that it's all part of it. He's done effects-driven event films, and this is just a prop head. A prop yeah. head with warm, blood-flavored corn syrup. It's all smoke and mirrors. <laughs> then he puts it. the head on the gun yeah. and starts bouncing it around. <laughs> licks the, the stuff coming out the bottom of it. <laughs> Fake British accent talking. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, we're going to get the movie done. <laughs> um, the members of the Flaming Dragon that are in the jungle are looking at them, and the subtitle's like, these guys are crazy. They have yeah. no fear of death. Um, we shift up to the ridge line where Cody and Four Leaf are standing up there. Uh, Cody is kissing uh, uh, Four Leaf's ass about Tropic Thunder, the book, how it was like his catcher in the rye and this and that, while Four Leaf's just sitting there staring off in the distance as stoic as he could possibly be. Um, then, uh, he's cleaning, is he cleaning the gun or does he just have the gun with him? Uh, I'm not sure. I can't remember. But anyways, um, uh, Cody asked him what kind of gun it is and he goes, I don't know what it's called. I just know the sound it makes when it takes a man's life. (laughs) (laughs) At which point he's like, man, that's some cool ass shit. Um, and then this point, now this movie is going to jump around quite a bit also. So like, we got to be prepared to like, when we're talking, know that it's going to, it's going to be jumping on us. It's, it's one another one of these big trouble type movies where, you know, things don't just, don't just sit in one spot and like hang out there for a long time. You know, we're not watching a, a three minute boxing match in a prison yard this time. Yeah. That's the <laughs> so truth. things are going to bounce all over the place. Um, we get back down to the main cast, which I'm, I'm dividing things now into, like, when I call the main cast, I'm talking about, like, the main group of guys that are, are in the in the platoon, as you might yes. uh, call it if you were mistakenly looking at them from an outside perspective and didn't know what was going on. <laughs> <clears throat> so, Speedman, Four Leaf picks up the walkie-talkie and hears Cody uh, talk asking for Damien on it. Then he starts reading the scene list, and he, like, says, oh, this is the scene where, like, um... You know, there's there's enemies in the bushes, um, and at the same time, for the flaming dragon members are watching them. Um, but Osiris Lazarus uh, starts talking about how no, this is real. But uh, he goes, well, this is real. Then why aren't you breaking character? He goes, I know, but I don't got to tell you. <laughs> I don't break character until the DVD commentary is done. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he has the best lines in this entire movie. I got to say. Does. I mean, there's a lot of good lines, but I think he has the best lines. And the funny thing is, he did. <laughs> RDJ did the the DVD commentary in Lazarus or in Osiris's voice. Oh, that's, oh, awesome. that's great. <laughs> uh, I, I gotta I gotta look at that. Um, at this time, flaming dragon members start shooting at them, and then Speed Li- Speedman F- Four Leaf says, "Oh, it's the ambush. See, it's right here." 
So he just like runs in and like does like his best like movie shooting like you know where yes. he puts the guns at the hips like it's not real like how you shoot but it's like how you'd see people shoot in a movie. Um, as he does this, everyone else starts rushing in behind him. They all do it. Uh, Co- Cody and Fourleaf are up on the on the ridge again, and they said, "Hey, uh, I'm, they're busting off a lot of caps down there. Should we juice them?" And then Fourleaf looks back and goes, "Juice them." And then one of the best lines in the whole movie comes on. Big ass titties. <laughs> uh, and then Flaming Dragon runs away. Um, and then uh, Speedman, as Fourleaf says, that's the scene. Let's head to the, and they call it the Dane Cook River, which makes me laugh every time I hear it. <laughs> Apparently it's a river that steals jokes. Oh. <laughs> that's 100% accurate, actually. <laughs> Um, we zoom in on the main cast walking through the jungle. Um, on the ridge, Cody and Fourleaf attempt to make contact again, but it's not happening. So um, they 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 say we're going to go down there and see what's going on. Uh, Portnoy as Fats is trying to take drugs. This is the scene you were talking about earlier where he's like kind of <laughs> off on his own. And um, Sandusky, Brooklyn just pops up out of nowhere and he shoots the cocaine like up in the air. <laughs> or not the cocaine, exactly. the heroin. The heroin pops up just... in the air. Flies yeah, it's everywhere. Just, it's just flies great, everywhere. like Jack Black physical comedy. Like it made it's me like laugh all over out loud. His face. <laughs> yeah, it's like perfect, like the way it happens. Yeah. And then he gets so angry. <laughs> Sandusky. Yeah. Why do you think that my jelly beans? <laughs> um, Lazarus as Osiris. Um, or well, Speedman as Fourleaf apologizes to Lazarus as Osiris for upstaging him in the in the previous scene. Yeah. Um, and then Lazarus has a. As Osiris talks to Speedman as Fourleaf about Simple Jack, and I, I got that pulled here because this is a great little conversation they have, and I don't want to say this. <laughs> hey, I need to show you up back there. Just feel like we really need to set the example for the other guys. It's gonna be tough, but I think Damien's gonna get some great shit out of us. Just wish I had a director like this on Jack. On oh, Jack? What, Jack? What, what you talking? Simple Jack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Simple Jack, yeah, you went all out on that one, huh? You did. You just swung for the fences. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Yeah, it was an intense experience. You know, I just, I just did the work. Watched a lot of retarded people. Mm-hmm. Spent time with them, observed them. Watched all the retarded stuff they did. Then again, I always found mere observation in and of itself is a tad rudimentary. Sometimes we gotta dig deeper to mind the true emotional pain dirt. Thus we can diagram the source of the pain and then live it. You know. Yeah, 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 live it. Yeah, exactly. You know, there were times when I was doing Jack that I actually felt retarded. Like really retarded. I mean, I brushed my teeth retarded. I rode bus retarded. Damn. In a weird way, I had to sort of just free myself up to believe that it was okay to be stupid or dumb. To be a moron. Yeah. To be moronical. Exactly. To be a moron. An imbecile. Yeah. Like the dumbest motherfucker that ever lived. <laughs> when I was playing the character. When you was a character. Yeah, yeah, I mean, as Jack. Definitely. Yeah. Jack. Stupid-ass Jack. Trying to come back from that. In a weird way, it was almost like I had to sort of fool my mind into believing that it wasn't retarded. And by the end of the whole thing, I was like, wait a minute, you know? I flushed so much out, how am I going to jumpstart it up again? It's just like... Yeah, yeah, right? You was farting in bathtubs and laughing your ass off. <clears throat> yeah. 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 But 
Simple Jack thought he was smart, or rather didn't think he was retarded, so he can't afford to play retarded being a smart actor. Playing a guy who ain't smart but thinks he is, that's tricky. Hmm, tricky. It's like working with Mercury. It's high science, man. It's art form. Yeah. You an artist. Hmm. That's what we do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hats off for going there. Especially knowing how the Academy is about that shit. <clears throat> Wait. About what? You're serious? You don't know. <laughs> Everybody knows you never go full retard. What do you mean? Check it out. Dustin Hoffman, Rayman, look retarded, act retarded. Not retarded. Count two picks, cheated cards. Autistic. Sure. Not retarded. You know, Tom Hanks, Forrest Gump. Slow, yes, retarded, maybe. Braces on his legs. But he charmed the pants off next to him. He won a ping pong competition. That ain't retarded. He was a goddamn war hero. Right. You know any retarded war heroes? You went full retard, man. Never go full retard. You don't buy that? That's Sean Penn, 2001, I am Sam. Remember? Went full retard. Went home empty handed. <laughs> Just the interplay in, like, the fact that, like, Robert Downey Jr. is sitting there, or I'm sorry, Lazarus as Osiris is sitting there, um, just like trying to talk down to him and just call him stupid, like as a oh, person, yeah. not as his role, but as his actual person. Yeah, exactly. And he doesn't fucking get it. He's just like, yeah, it's, I am great. Thank you. It's but, fucking wonderful of you to say that. Just, after playing Jack, I, I couldn't let go. Like, yeah, like like you were sitting in bed, you were sitting uh, in bed, farting and laughing your ass off. <laughs> he goes, That's my favorite little line from that that. Bit. Like you felt stupid, you felt dumb, you felt moronic. Moronic, like it, <laughs> it, it, yeah. Moronic when I was acting, oh yeah, yeah. When you were acting, <laughs> yeah. Oh god, I don't know why. Like, just the interplay. Like when they start talking, like it's just, it's just one of those things that like it's just they they're so good at doing this. Oh, absolutely. Um, and you know, like, like I said, you just can't. You can't like. There's no way I could like bring justice to what they're saying. That's why I kind of want them to say it. Plus, I didn't want to drop that word like oh, 40 yeah, times. Oh yeah, no, that's you know, yeah, yeah. So I hope you guys forgive sense. me for not wanting to say that a whole <laughs> bunch of times. Um, so uh, the next scene, we get a flip over where Cody and uh, Forley find Cockburn's remains on the ground. Um, they start arguing and get into a fight where Cody grabs four leaves hands and they actually come off the, the covers and he has this actual hooks. hands. Um, so we kind of know it. something, something's up there. I just love the way Nolte just sort of puts his hands up and shrugs. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then while this is happening, flaming dragon uh, kidnaps them. Um, now we're back with the main cast again and they're walking through the jungle and they're starting to just like wear out and break down. They, they need to like kind of relax for a second because you know, they just need a break. They've been going hard, and they're not used to that. Um, so they they have chow time. Uh, and Lazarus Osiris wants to look at the map, but uh, but Four Leaf Speedman won't give it up to him. Uh, Portnoy's Fats just wants to go home, and Alf- Alpa as Motown um, gives him shit about Fatty's part fart twenty, <laughs> and they're just getting into this big argument over the stupid like movie and the booty sweat and all that kind of stuff. Um, uh, and then uh, I like the next line that um, Osiris says 
Um, well, that's lunch. I guess we come back to the same thing. Lost in the fucking jungle. <laughs> Captain <laughs> Simple Jack. Yes. Uh, and then um, a Portnoy as Fats decides to sneak off again and try to do his drugs, but a bat steals it. It just swoops in and grabs the bag like a bat would actually fucking do that. It's so, uh, it's so absurd, it's, but it's great. Exactly. It's ridiculousness. Um, Sandusky as Brooklyn decides he needs to go take a piss, at which point Lazarus Osiris walks up next to him pretending to take a piss to talk about him about stealing the map. Um and he promises him, like, uh, if he helps him out, he could be Abraham Lincoln in a movie he's getting ready to do because he kind of looks like Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> yes. About exactly. about Abraham Lincoln and John Wilkes Booth when they were friends as kids. <laughs> uh, then once he walks away, um, says something about smelling like baloney. <laughs> <laughs> he's, talking about, he's talking about his piss smelling like baloney. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it smells like baloney today. For no reason uh, at all. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Speedman is four leaf, then walks up, pretending to have to piss, pulls out a can of booty sweat, and stabs it. <laughs> it goes everywhere. Starts yeah. talking to him about Osiris and um, how, like, if, if he if he helps him out, he could have a Teen Choice Award or something. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, that'd be good for you. Um, then, all of a sudden, a bat just falls out of the sky because it had no D. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and way, his fats just bites into the bat. <laughs> yep. The Ozzy Osbournes that shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you doing? It's a bat. <laughs> um, the next scene, we get another one of these great helicopter flight scenes that are in this movie. There's a lot of good helicopter flying scenes. Yeah, definitely. This one's going into the Flaming Dragon compound. Um, and as that's happening, our main cast is walking near some ruins that are coming up near a river. And I'm going to go ahead and play another little scene here because this has another couple great lines in it. Where the hell are we? Dang Crook River. Yes, sir. How do you know that? How are you sure? Only one way to find out, dude. Let's go. Yeah, I'm not feeling so good right now. Seriously, my skin hurts. Nuts from the peanut gallery. Into the water, ladies. No, 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 man. Let me take a look at that map right quick. Why is everybody all obsessed with the map? Because we're tired of being the tram donkeys, acting like you some one-man GPS. <laughs> God damn it. We lost. We fucking super lost, man. Tell them, McCluskey. Tell them what time it is. I don't believe you people. Huh? What do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? Huh? I, I think what uh, Chuck man. means is you no, people. No, look at his eyes, actors, man. You people. Exactly. Look at that beady. What are you talking to me? I gotta get back to the Chill. Right? Just chill it. In great scene. Uh, so we get one of the best lines in the movie. What do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? <laughs> yeah, I think that gets to the heart of like why this whole blackface thing, you know, comes off the way it does because they are sort of dissecting how ridiculous it is, and and that's a prime example of it right there. And I love how like Alpa calls him on it all the fucking time. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, every time he can, he calls him on his shit. Um, and we get another one of the fuck-ups of, of Sandusky's name. He calls him McCluskey this time. Yes. They literally never get his fucking name right. Not until the end. Until yeah, the exactly. very, very end of the movie. Yeah. Uh, but, yep, so we get another another uh, Sandusky uh, fuck-up there. And then the scene goes on, and um, 
Lazarus uh, walks over to Speedman in the river and kind of starts complimenting him, talking about how you know, oh, you you're looking great. You know, you're not you're not looking so bad right now. You know, you kind of get getting cut, making yourself in better shape, and all this this kind of stuff. And all this is just basically to work his ego up so he can grab the mat from him. Right. Right. Um, and then he hands the map over to Sandusky or McCluskey, Brooklyn, <laughs> who immediately like says they're going the wrong way without even looking at it for more than like two seconds. He's just like, we're going the wrong way. <laughs> um, and then uh, they they decide they're going to split up because, um, you know, Speedman uh, as as a four leaf decides he's going this way and they're going that way. And he, he's yeah, the rest of them have already come to the realization that, you know, this is fucked up and not right. And, yeah. you know, Tug is just dumb as a rock. So. Well, he's like, we're supposed to be a unit. And then we get a great um, Osiris line. Suck my unit. I know. <laughs> uh, but uh, whew, they split up at this point. We zoom back in on to a big valley, which looks like the same valley they used in Lost on Hawaii. Oh, well, it's shot in the same place. It's Kauai in Hawaii. Yeah, that's, that's what I saw. So it's exactly the same shooting yeah. location. It's been it's in like Lost. a million movies and TV yes. shows. It's uh-huh. where they're playing yep. golf. Yeah, whenever they um, want to do Southeast Asia, they, they yeah. use Kauai because of uh, tax breaks and stuff. Of course, yeah. Um, and then Sandusky Brooklyn's going on about video formats and how like it's chosen <laughs> by the porn industry and gamers. Yes, exactly. Uh, at, at, which, <laughs> I love at which point, yeah. RDJ's like, are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> well, talking really, I'm talking to anybody who's were listening. You, were you talking to me the whole time? <laughs> it's like, oh, God. <laughs> Uh, um, Four Leafs now off on his own and uh, walking down. Uh, the Flaming Dragon member finds the can of booty sweat. Um, yes. And now Portnoy Fats is starting to have his withdrawals. Um, and Lazarus, as Osiris decides, they should just make some camp right now. Um, once again, uh, Laz- or Lazarus Osiris starts talking about like, oh, I used to be a, a cook. I can make some collard greens and this oh, and that. I can green up. I can collard up some of these greens. Collard up some greens. <laughs> greens. At which point, Alpa, Mo- Alpa like calls him on his shit. He's like, excuse me, kangaroo Jack. <laughs> you shut your mouth. He's a national treasure. <laughs> no, nope, that's that's later. That's oh, Crocodile it is? Dundee. Yeah. Yeah, that's this what I mean. Calls Doesn't... Him, no, he calls him kangaroo Jack. Oh right, 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 right. That's true. Yeah, he's gonna call call him that one later. Right, so, he, Kangaroo Jack. That one's actually away. gonna play. Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm actually okay. gonna play that one. Okay. Um, Speed Speedman and Four Leaf is now huddled in a lean to while it's raining, watching <laughs> on an old iPod Star Trek with Kirk fighting Gorn. Do you know why he 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 plants Star Trek Easter eggs in all of his movies? Ben still just he owns the Gorn mask, the original Gorn mask. Oh, does he? Yeah. So he makes sure that there's a reference about that or Star Trek in all of his movies. That's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, so that's what he's watching. He's watching Kirk fight Gorn. Um, he starts to see something moving around him, and then like he's completely batshit crazy at this point. He's starting to lose it. <laughs> and he kills it after it like lunges at him, and he realizes it was a panda, and then he starts like flashing <laughs> through his head pictures of his photo shoot. <laughs> I killed the one thing that I love. <laughs> uh, which we'll talk about that in a second when he calls Pecker. Yeah. Um, we jump over now to Cody and Four Leaf tied to a post in the Flaming Dragon camp. Uh, Four Leaf admits to being a janitor when he was in the Coast Guard. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then the best line ever, uh, Cody says, that's like the Milli Vanilli of Patriots. <laughs> <I know. laughs> uh, so um, 
Speedman for Leaf, we go back, now has a panda hat on and answers a call from Pecker. Um, and he tells him uh, he, he's, he's basically gone. He's killed the thing he loves the most. Pecker yeah. thinks he killed a hooker. Um, he goes, <laughs> no. He goes no, a, a panda. Amanda is probably not even a real name. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, And I like how he closes the, the blinds with like a button. And, uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Nicole it's, Brown. Uh, Nick, Nick, yeah. Yvette Nicole Brown is his uh, secretary. Yep, which I, yeah. I caught this time. And I was like, ah, I'm going to get her name right this time because fucking Doug reminded me last time. <laughs> but no, I love, like, you bring up the hooker thing. With, without even blinking, oh, Pecker's yeah. like, all right, you get, you get a hold of some scrub brushes, some yeah. uh, bleach, and a lot of lye. <laughs> he, like, knows immediately how to take care of the How situation. to take care of a dead hooker. It's not his yeah. first rodeo, it seems. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but then he realizes he's actually talking about a panda. Yes. Um... And Speed li- Speedman as Four Leaf is just losing it more and more as the scene goes on. Um, and, and once again, Pecker asks about the TiVo. He goes, I don't know. It wasn't hooked up when I left. And he's moved on from that. <laughs> exactly. Now, um, between the that- TiVo, the iPod, and the Nintendo Wii, the one observation my wife made when, when I was watching this movie was like, man, this is dated. Yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely. Yeah, technology-wise, it certainly is. But at the time, these were all cutting-edge things. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I, I mean, TiVo was a big deal. Yeah. You know, so, my, uh, my cousin still has a TiVo. I am not sure. He really? He still has a TiVo because he bought, for $250 about 10 years ago, he bought a lifetime subscription to TiVo. That's funny. <laughs> and he's the kind of guy who will, who will use that. Like, he'll buy a, car, he'll buy a brand-new car, and he'll, that car will be 20 years old when he gets rid of it. Uh, he just milks every ounce out of it before he has to move on to the next one. So that's funny. Yep, he has a TiVo. Uh, so Flaming Dragon kidnaps Speedman as Four Leaf, um, and then Pecker says, "I'm going out right now to confront Grossman because for some reason he thinks that like he's leaving him as an agent." Um, yes, that's yes, that's what he thinks. So we're back at the main cast again, and Portnoy is starting to lose it from withdrawal. And I'm gonna go ahead and play the scene here real quick for you guys. He doesn't look too good. Oh, I must drink so I can throw something. Uh, no, don't drink that water. That one is like a petri dish. No, don't. Uh, Albert, do you have any booty sweat? Uh, yeah, get him chugging on some of Alpha's ass water. That'll bring him around. It's a cure-all. Man, what you coming out and moving for anyway? Do you need another revenue stream? For your information, my revenue stream currently generates $2 million a year in charitable contributions for my community. I think. And why am I in this movie? Maybe I just knew I had to represent because they had one good party in for a black man they gave it to Crocodile Dundee. Pumpy Breaks, kid. That man's a national treasure. I just wanted to throw another shrimp on you, Bobby. That shit ain't funny. Hey, fellas, it's hot. We're tired. It stinks. I'm fucking with you, Kangaroo Jack. I'm sorry, a dingo ain't your baby. You know that's a true story? Lady lost a kid. You about to cross some fucking line. Guys, relax. You stop. know what? Fuck that, man. I'm sick of this koala hugging nigga. Tell him he's... <laughs> For 400 years, that word has kept us down. What the fuck? Took a whole lot of time just to get up that hill. Now we up in the big leagues. Kid not turn to bed. Long as we live, it's you and me, baby. That's the theme song for the Jeffersons. You really need help. Yeah, just because the theme song don't make it not true. You know what? I'm going to tell you what's true. 
I'm gonna take you back. You better believe that, baby. Guys! <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. So, it's so crazy, but so great. Oh, man. Uh, that's a true story. Yeah, the, the woman, that, they, that woman's baby. <laughs> you about to cross a motherfucking line. Like, he hasn't actually, been crossing lines the entire fucking time. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what this movie. I can't. Like, this I one no, really, it is bananas how far they take this whole uh, storyline, you know. But uh, yes. you know, th- th- he does tag him back, which is <laughs> yeah, funny. he does. I told you I was going to tag you back. <laughs> oh yeah, he gets him later with that, definitely. Yeah. Um, so uh, they they um see Fats get up at this point, and he's about to go like eat a water buffalo <laughs> or a fucking ox or whatever the it's hell like eyeing is. up a eyeing up a water buffalo in a little a little pond <laughs> that was my favorite line of the movie i'm gonna bite his hide <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> do you know so, that that so that water buffalo no one on set knew it was pregnant and they oh, showed really? up one morning for shooting it was nursing a baby water buffalo <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, so then it was diff- it was a little more difficult to use that water buffalo because it it was protecting his baby. <laughs> yeah, well, for this yep. movie, you know, I believe just about anything. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like crazy the stuff that happens on a crazy movie. But yeah, that's true. Yeah, so um, they end up strapping Jack Black to the fucking water to buffalo. The buffalo. <laughs> I know because uh, why not? He's he's losing yeah. his shit anyways. It's easier this way. Um, now we're up at the Flaming Dragon compound, and Speedman is four leaf, is uh, is just looking really, really fucking crazy at this point. Um, is this where? Well, this is where he gets introduced to the leader, the kid. Oh no, no, not not yet. I'm sorry. Oh. I, I got my notes here. Um, then we get to a um, a POW camp. Um, the scene for P- the the guys come up, the main cast comes up, and they say, "This is the the POW camp scene, number sixty seven And he's like, "Bring it on, Cockburn!" Um, <laughs> and uh, that's what that's what um sorry, that's what Stiller's character says. He's in the POW scene uh, when he's right. walking in. Yep. Um, we're back with the main cast again, and Sandusky and Brooklyn. He's just rambling on about some other bullshit. Um, I can't remember what he's talking about this time. Um, but it's just nonsense. And they tell him, just shut the fuck up already. <laughs> um, we're back at the Flaming Dragon camp, and then we have an interrogation of Speedman Forley for the guys asking if he wants tea. And all he does is keep saying his, like, ID number and, like, repeating yes. his name. Um, and the dude's, like, actually being, like, relatively cool for the situation. He's like, oh, I just thought, you know, I'd be nice to you before you met the boss because the boss is kind of an asshole. <laughs> um <laughs> And then, for, like, Speedman Fourleaf just, just fucking nails him as hard as he can. Yes. And he fi- then he breaks character. He's like, hey, man, I thought, like, you were like, doing that. You kind of leaned in on that one. I was trying to pull it. But now the dude's <laughs> fucking pissed off. Like, the dude was cool a second ago. But he didn't right. start filming the movie. Um, we jump back over to the main cast again, and they spot the uh, Flaming Dragon compound. And, uh... Sandusky Brooklyn realizes that it's a heroin process processing plan. They probably oh. aren't even in Vietnam anymore. Right. Um, the talks po- about the gold. lights up when he hears that. <laughs> yeah, he's like, um, "We're not even in the. Go- we're probably in the Golden Triangle." He's like, "I read the in-flight magazine." Yeah. <laughs> and then Portnoy starts going like, "Oh shit, 
people go in there never come out they never get seen again he goes that's the bermuda triangle <laughs> <You know. laughs> uh, then they talk about the golden triangle being the super drug highway um which i also like we should eventually watch kingsman movies on here and kingsman part two golden triangle um, oh yeah yeah with uh sir elton john uh you, you wrong geometric shape joe it's oh, a golden, golden circle. circle. <laughs> but it's, it's it's talking about the golden triangle. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So they um they look down and they see Speedman as four leaf getting dipped in the water, like waterboarded yelling cut over and over again. He comes out, cut, Cockburn, cut, cut. <laughs> um, so great. Speedman at four leaf is now taken to the leader of the Flaming yes. Dragon, who is mm-hmm. a hardcore kid named Tran. Based on there, there was a there was a drug group called God's Army. Uh, in Southeast Asia somewhere, maybe in Cambodia. And there were two brothers that age that ran that whole crew, and that's what that kid was based on. I can't remember their, their names, but uh, his character was based on these two, like, you know, young brothers, like 11, 12 years old, running this entire drug operation. <laughs> it's crazy. Yep. Um, Tran then burns him with a cigar and and starts beating him and realizes that he's Simple Jack. Yeah. And yeah. everyone in the room just like like goes to their knees and is like, "Oh my God, it's Simple Jack!" And basically, that's the only movie they have. And he's like, yeah, they, oh, they, "You got VHS." I love what he what he brings up. Oh, VHS! <laughs> it's not even DVD. He's so yeah. disappointed. And then they start talking about the Oscars and like they're like, "Oh, you won an Oscar?" He goes, "No, just to be nominated." You were nominated? <laughs> no, I wasn't even nominated. No. But just to be nominated would have been great. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to let me go? No, we're going to hold you for ransom. You're worth more now. Yes. And just as this is happening, um, Pecker walks into Grossman's office. Yeah. Um, he pulls oh, up. So the- wait a minute, Joe. Before I, I, I got to, I have some more information on Les Grossman's name. Okay. So when they got Cruz, he agreed to do it. He was excited about doing it. Stiller basically let him set up the whole character. How he looked and everything. So they knew they were kind of going to go bald and, and all that. But Cruz went as far as to want to have these prosthetic hands and forearms. These yeah, larger... Yeah, his hands and forearms look huge. And right. And they look hairy as fuck. So the, he, the character didn't have a name. And when he came up with this, I don't know who came up with the idea. But his name in French is... is it's French for a puffy arm and hand disease. called. It's called... Les gross mains. I, I, I'm butchering the French. Les gros mains. Les gros mains. Yes. So that's where his name comes from. Les Grossman is Les gros mains. Whatever it, it, it just means puffy hand syndrome. It's like, huh. <laughs> so that's, that's where his, that's where his name comes from. It's hysterical, but it works so perfectly. It's like that's how detailed this movie is, and that's what makes it so great. Yeah. Is that the depth they went to 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 create these characters and even as far as naming them? Like who come up? Who comes up with that stuff? It's insane, but it's hysterical. So anyway, go ahead. Sorry. No, I love it. That's awesome. I never would have thought not like thought of that. I just thought it was a gross man because he looks like right. a gross no. man. And I mean, Les Grossman is a very stereotypical like studio head's name or agent's name. Yeah. So I I thought that might be why, but no, this is why. It's like yeah, they they came up with the name because of the prosthetics that he was wearing. Well, I mean, even like those, I mean, like he looks like a gross man. No, like, like 100%. A disgusting absolutely. person too. So I'm like, it works yes. on so many levels. Exactly. Um, exactly. So, so. so Pecker walks in with his Tropic, Tropic Thunder contract and starts talking about the TiVo. And while he's doing this, he gets a phone call from Speedman's phone. Um, and then it's not Speedman there though. It's, we are Flaming Dragon. <laughs> 
and uh, Pecker instantly kind of like ducks away and says, "Who is this? Did you? St- are you trying to steal my client?" <laughs> um, they kind of strong strong talk at each other, like, you know, uh, I'm not giving up my client. Oh, we're flaming dragon. You give us money. And then all of a sudden, Les comes over and grabs the phone and calls them fuckface and tells them to also go fuck their own faces. His speech. Do you have that queued up, dude? I don't, unfortunately. Oh, no. That's like the best speech in the movie. The better one is the one that's later. Um, Uh, The binding resolution. No, the better one's the one where he talks about the G5 and them to go fuck themselves. Yeah, no, that's great. But, you know, you you will need a binding resolution to get my foot out of your ass. Yeah, it's I just, just didn't want to do all the... Like, oh, no, no, like, I get it. I get it. It's basically the same it. conversation almost twice, but the other one's a little better. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, he's talked about destroying them. Scorch Earth, motherfucker. And then hangs <laughs> up the phone. Um, now we're at the Flaming Dragon Compound Stage Theater. Municipal theater, <laughs> whatever. Um, and Speedman now is as simple Jack in giving a performance, which he's not really, you know, doing it all out until, you know, Tran starts motivating him a little bit. Do it right or die. Yeah, exactly. And then provides him with a set of choppers. <laughs> and, and then we go over while that's happening to the main cast talking about rescuing Speedman. And here, I'm going to play this little scene for you. You saw what I saw. Tug Speedman is dead meat if we don't do something soon. Yeah, we can do something by getting our asses back to the hotel, which is in the other direction. Hey, right. What would have happened in the Great Escape? Steve McQueen and them dudes that turned tail and ran. Well, that's what that movie was about. They were escaping and ran away. I'm trying to agree with you. The point is they did something. Then what are we supposed to do, huh? Because he's cleaning the gun with no bullets. Yeah, that's the plan. I'm just like a little boy. Playing with his dick when he's nervous. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got an idea. This might be a little crazy. Crazy's better than nothing. Back in 98, I did a low-budget titty comedy for Skinamax. Sex camp. Remember it? Anyway, me and the campers from the uncool camp had to break into the rich girl camp. So what we did... We built a catapult out of logs and underwear, and they shot us over the wall, and we parachuted down. Look, you guys, we already know the plan. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm getting you gold. We do it just like in the book. Chapter 26, The Lead Offensive. The book of Chocolate Thunder. Yeah, did you guys read the book? Oh, the flap. I read the back flap. I saw the pictures. Oh, it's okay. It's exactly the same as in the script. Cool. You guys all read the script, right? That'll be the script. Script reads me. What the hell does that even mean? What you getting at with the book script? Spit that shit out, man! I... Oh, all right. The wet offensive. Osiris and Fats go undercover as a diversion. O-Town and Brooklyn sneak in via the river. Yeah, but those dudes was trained soldiers. Yeah! Oh, we trained actors, motherfucker. Time to man up. And I ain't gonna sugarcoat. Some of us might not even make it back. What do you mean? Like, not on the same flight? Alpenizer, where on earth mama's natural nap camo? Cool it, Benson. So, we're gonna scout. 
get a plan together. We ain't back in 20, come on. So, once again, he has to say some racist ass shit. Yes. <laughs> um, but I like how, like, their idea of a plan coming together is the fact that, like, they're going to do it like they did in the book, but no one's read the book. No one's read the fucking script. The script reads me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what does that even mean? Um, it's like he's like he's playing with a gum and no bullets. I'm just like a kid playing with my dick because I'm nervous. <laughs> like the fucking lines they gave him. Like you think when he first got the strip script, like all he did was just sit there and just read the shit over and over, laughing at everything. Probably because that's what I would have done if that's if this was me. Because like I don't understand how you could just not like spend your time just laughing your ass off. Oh, definitely. It's just ridiculous funny. Um, so, the next scene, we're back in Les Grossman's office again. They they're figure out that Flaming Dragon is a uh, drug organization. Um, and another phone call comes in. And let's, let's see what happens around that phone call. Les Grossman. We not get money yet. Price now 100 million. You pay now, or tomorrow Simple Jack dies. Great. Uh, let me get this down. One hundred million. Oh, wait. I got a better idea. Instead of a hundred million, how about I send you a hobo's dick cheese? Then you kill him. Do your thing. Skin the fucking bastard. Go to town, man. Go to town. No. In the meantime, and as usual, go fuck yourself. <laughs> no. We don't negotiate with terrorists. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, hey, are you insane? I think I could have done that. No, better. I thought it was good. They're gonna kill him. <laughs> and? And? It's a cold, hard world. Shit happens. We'll weep for him in the press. Set up a scholarship in his name. Eventually... And I'm talking way, way down the road. We file an insurance claim. Preferably before the end of the fiscal year. Actually, the claim alone would net us more than we would lose. You can't be serious. You kicking the door to my house while answering your pants, sucking my left nut to get a TiVo scrap for the third runner-up Sexiest Man Alive 1998. And you're asking if I'm serious? The kids aren't dressing up as scorch you for porn anymore. Speedman is a dying star. A white dwarf heading for a black hole. That's physics. It's inevitable. We've been handed an incredible opportunity here, Vic. The universe is talking to us right now. Look at them all. No more frequent flat bitch marks for my boy. Mm. 
Oh yeah, I so for Halloween next year. I want to be Lex, our less gross man, <laughs> and I just want that song playing, and I'm just gonna fucking dance everywhere I go. <laughs> oh god, such a great character. So yes, they basically figure out that um, it's it's worth like more money to them if he just dies. <laughs> like, oh, absolutely, that's called risk assessment. <laughs> Yeah, and um, they, you know, they don't give a fuck. Uh, you know, they start clapping. We don't negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> I know. Uh, and then, of course, you know, McConaughey just wants to save his buddy. Pecker wants to save his buddy. Yep. Um, but they offer him a G5 airplane and a lot of money. Yeah. And I like how he's just staring directly in his face and then lifts the remote control, pushes the button, and the music comes back on. Yes. Ugh. I don't know why it's like it's those simple things in life oh, kind of like the simple jack finale we're about to watch <laughs> um and as we're watching this uh lazarus is also watching this with um with motown and he uh starts to compliment uh speedman on his his uh pulling back the retard yeah, dialing parts. it back yeah he's like oh, yeah. he's actually dialed it back and now it's it's a little better and while he's talking about how good it's doing, Alpha Motown just slaps him across the face and says, I told you I'd tag you back. <laughs> um, at this point now, Port, Portnoy Fats goes up to Sandusky, Brooklyn, and tells him, uh, you know, he, he wants to stay back because he has a drug problem and he can't go in there. It um, tells him just to strap him to a tree and don't, don't let him go no matter what because he's going to lie to him. He'll definitely lie to him to get the drugs. Yeah. Even when I tell you I'm okay and it's good, I'm not. <laughs> don't yeah. believe me. Don't believe a word I say. Yeah. Um, Justin, the simple Jack performance finishes up, and the audience goes wild, and they take uh, Speedman for or Speedman as Simple Jack. Now he's not Speedman Four Leaf. Now he's Speedman Simple Jack. Uh, back to the holding area, um, and then uh, Lazarus uh, looks over at Al and says, "Can you sew?" Oh hell yeah, I can sew. I sewed all the patterns for Al Pacino's chinos, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which I love the play on words. Um, Speedman's now sitting in like his little dressing room and he's like feeling good about his performance and he gets a little wooden Oscar stick Oscar from a kid who then he decides he's going to adopt and call him half squat. Oh God. Yeah. I will call him half squat. Oh, I have to backtrack for a Papa. second. We skipped over one of the, my favorite lines in the movie, which is during his performance. He says, uh, the line, these head movies make my eyes rain. <laughs> my eyes rain. 
Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, th- these head movies make my eyes rain. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Which, eyes rain always reminds me of Flight of the Concords when um, Jermaine singing, I'm not crying. <laughs> uh, I said, I'm, I'm not crying. It's just been yes. raining on my face. <laughs> yep. Uh, that reminds me of that every time. So, uh, Pecker's now standing looking out the window of his office, reflecting on the choice he has to make. He looks at a picture of Speedman with him, and then he also looks like a pit, uh, he looks at a G5 owner's manual. <laughs> uh, at which point, it now goes over to the main the main uh, cast again at camp, and I'm going to play this for us real quick, because they start talking about their love interests. Look at all those stars. Who makes a guy feel pretty small? This could be the last time we look at these stars. Man, that's beauty. I'd just like to not make a man wonder what it's all about. Hey, guys, anybody got some bug spray? Don't ignore me. Stick it out, man. We're going to get through this. Hey, Kurt. Yeah? Are you still dating Jennifer Love Hewitt? Because I think she's hot. No, that was just some tabloid conjecture. Hey, guys, I'm good. Ha <laughs> ha. I made it through. You can untie me now. Funny, huh? The circus life, 280 days a year on location. It's hard to find a girl that can handle that, you know. Not what we're keeping, no how. Hey, Radar. Elvins? No, it's Kevin. Kev, whatever the fuck. Come over here. I didn't tell you, but Fatty's Fart 3 is coming down the pike, and there's a roll in there for you. If you come over and untie me. Jeff? You're just going to have to tough it out. Your mother's a cake dress whore! Jesus, man. <laughs> hey, man. Remember way back when I said your mother was a cankerous whore? I'm sorry, man. I did not mean that. She's not. How about you, man? You got some little mix waiting for you on the other side of tomorrow. Me? Uh, I've barely even had a girlfriend. And I was really hoping I'd get laid when this movie came out, but that's not going to happen. That's you, Master Bless. You got a certain something you're trying to get with back in the state. What, Al Pacino? He's like 10 girls deep 24-7. Oh, you missing me, man. I'm talking about something special, big difference. How about you? Yeah. Yeah, there is. Well, what's the skinny? You all been on a date or what? No. I mean, I always wanted to, but... I guess I just never had the, the courage to ask. Is it's complicated. No. It's simple as pie, man. You plant your feet in the ground, you look a square in the eyes, and you say, hey, baby, you and me's going on today. That's in the story. What's the name? Lance. Listen here, Lance. Lance. <laughs> what the fuck did I just hear, Lance? Did you say Lance? No. That sounded like Lance. No, I said Nance. That's what I said, Nance. It sounded like Lance. Look, I'm out with Chino, okay? I love the pussy, all right? Lay your ass back down and look at the stars. When you wrote I Love the Pussy, was you thinking of dangling your dice on Lance's forehead? <laughs> nah, hell no. Nah. What? Come on, look. Man, everyone's gay once in a while. I'm not gay. This How Hollywood. about we do this? How about we all get back to work? Okay. This is ridiculous. Cool. We got a big day tomorrow. Get focused. Alpha, if you untie me, I will literally suck your dick right now. <laughs> I told you for the last time. I love the pussy. I'll cradle the balls, stroke the shaft, 
Work the pipe. Swallow the gravy. Get it over here, buddy. Let's do this. Oh, just I love the conversation. Once again, just the conversations they have are so ridiculous. Everybody's gay. You sometimes it's Hollywood. It's Hollywood. <laughs> I told you I love the pussy, and he's like flapping out the pants that he's sewing while he says this. <laughs> yep. Oh, but the other line that I love is, "Your mother's a cankerous whore." <laughs> Remember way back when I called way your mom back. a cankerous whore? <laughs> She's not. She's not. Uh, so, yeah, once again, this movie's just full of these, like, that's what I'm saying, like, I gotta play the, the things, because, like, there's just so many different, like, moments, like, they're just moments that are in this movie. Oh, no, of like, and you were right to do it for a multitude of reasons, including that if we read this stuff out, we'd be doing a four-hour podcast, so. Yeah, um, we'd also be doing a four-hour apology podcast next well, week. Well, yeah, that's true, too. We might never work again. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so I, I, I just, I'm playing the safe card and letting them say it since they've already said it once before. Um, all right, now here comes a speed mode, because this next scene is the big scene. Yeah. It, it's our, our grand climax to the movie. Our main cast approaches the Flaming Dragon compound. And now Lazarus, playing Osiris, playing a villager, says he knows Mandarin Chinese and he can kind of work his way in with Portnoy as fats strapped to the back of his ox. Um, He walks up to the gate and says he captured him in his rice paddy. Um, Now at the same time, Alpa Alpa as Motown and Sandusky as Brooklyn are sneaking in through the water. Um... Tran meets up with Lazarus as Osiris as the villager, at which point Lazarus as Osiris as the villager says he found this fat American guy in his rice paddy and starts to, like, fuck up little details in the story. Um, Alpa and Motown in uh, Sandusky, Brooklyn, are now sneaking in to a building where they find Cody and Fourleaf. Um, Alpa and Motown decides to tell Cody that he didn't actually kill Cockburn, that, uh, you know, he stepped on a mine, at which point Cody's is completely relieved doesn't care anymore because he knows he didn't do it. <laughs> um, Trans uh, tells his guys to take Portnoy Fats and then tells the Osiris Lazarus villager um, to go back to his farm, at which point he says, oh, thank you very much, your greatness, but he ends up saying he's going to a poppy farm instead of a rice paddy, at which point Trans like, where is your farm? But then he starts speaking in English, and at that point, Lazarus as Osiris as the villager knows what's up, what's up he knows what's going on. And he pulls out his guns and goes to town, movie-style shooting again. And he goes, I'm a lead farmer, motherfucker. Now that's my favorite line in the movie. <laughs> that is a great line. That is just a fantastic line. Yep. Um, now all the cast busts out of the building, and all the flaming dragon guys fall on the ground. Uh, but, of course, you know, once they got everything kind of going their way, Portnoy's fats fucks it all up, trying to get the drugs. He grabs Trey and, like, take me to the drugs. Um, yes. <laughs> at this point now Lazarus as Osiris um, and Sandusky as Brooklyn break into Speedman as, for, as Four Leafs building um, and leave Alpa as Motown in charge of the prisoners uh, Cody and Four Leafs start getting armed and getting all the explosives and shit they can um, and Cody drops a line that's one of my favorite lines of the movie he goes I don't know what it's called I just know the sound it makes when it lies <laughs> so crazy he says it so coldly, like only only Danny McBride can do. You know, exactly. he just says, "I only know the sound it makes when it lies." I don't so know good. what it's called. 
I only know the sound it makes when it lies. Yes. <laughs> I love Danny McBride. He's oh, one of my favorite yeah. actors ever. Um, but that's a whole different... We're, hopefully we do a bunch of Danny McBride shit in the future. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I'm so down with that. Um, now Lazarus, as Osiris, finds Speedman, who's now completely crazy and is actually pretty content with his, you know, his, his lot in life. Oh, he's ready to accept it all. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Portnoy as Fats now gets kicked by Tran and starts getting beat up as he's trying to put some woman's clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, Alpa's Motown starts to get cocky and talks about, um, I'm Al Pacino, this and that, blah, 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 blah. And one of the guys starts talking about Al Pacino. He's in like all these other movies. <laughs> and he's like, you're not Al Pacino. And um, realizes that his gun is fake because he starts backing up as the other guy goes starts going towards his gun. At this point now, the Flaming Dragons start getting their guns back. And Portnoy body slams Tran and sees this giant mound of heroin. Now, oh, how Tran is not dead, I don't understand. A hundred percent, yeah. <laughs> He just he just body slammed him from a story up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he weighs a lot. Exactly, more. exactly. Yeah, but um, you know, he he sees that giant mound of heroin. Um, uh, the flaming dragons are now trying to take the camp the camp back, but Cody says he's going to give him a Hanoi high five. <laughs> yes, uh, blows up a building, uh, which which kill. I don't know if it kills or just knocks them out uh, temporarily. Um, Sandesky busts in while Portnoy is about to fucking get a face full of drugs from two like double fists in it, um, and he tries to kind of talk him down. Uh, two flaming dragon guys bust in the door, and then Portnoy just farts this like <laughs> fart. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they start laughing, and he slams the heroin in their face. At which point, he goes, "All right, we gotta hurry. They'll be out for like sixteen hours." <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, um, we get a, a massive alarm ringing out into the fields, and the whole army of the Flaming Dragon comes running towards the, the compound. Portnoy and Sandusky finally um, come to get Lazarus and, and uh, Speedman. Then um, Lazarus is trying to get Speedman to click back into reality, uh, but it's not like, you know, he's not pre-programming a VHS. <laughs> um, Four Leafs tells Cody, go get the chopper. He's going to go try to rescue everybody. And then he puts on a flamethrower and starts lighting people up. And then I got to play this scene just because the wordplay in this is so fantastic. Also, it's another one of those those quotes from this movie that has to be played. You can focus up now, motherfucking scene. It's me, Tug! It's me, Tug. That's right. Now, Tug who? Tug who? I don't know. Who are you? Me? I know who I am. I'm a dude laying a dude disguised as another dude. What? You a dude that don't know what duty he is. Or are you a dude who has no idea what duty he is and claims to know what duty he is? What the fuck are you guys talking about? I'm playing other dudes. I know what dude I am. You're scared. I'm scared of what? I'm scared of who? Scared of who? Come on, guys, we really need to go. I'm scared of you. <laughs> What's going on? The dudes are emerging. He's wretching them. Uh, nah. Sergeant Lincoln, who's that? We gotta roll out. Nor am I. Father O'Malley. Poor 
Neil Armstrong. I, I think I might be nobody. Wow. The insecurity level with you guys is ridiculous. Everybody's got issues. Yeah, man, everybody got issues. Come on, you're Kirk Lazarus. You're the whole reason I got into acting. I memorized every single monologue you ever did when I was in theater school. Really? Yeah, and look, Tom, I saw Scorcher once 24 times when I was in eighth grade. That shit blew me away. I got high to that shit. You're the man. Yeah, man, Scorcher 1 was great. Let's get the fuck out of here. Tug, Tugger, you're the last piece of the puzzle, buddy. We need you. Your men need you. Are you with us? Illusion. Fuck it. We'll deal with him later. Let's move. Oh, the fuck! It's just crazy. These two guys just can't get their shit together. Yep. Um, Although now, all of a sudden, like Lazarus seems to be partly broken too, even though he's fixed, but he's broken. Right. Yeah, he, At least before, he, like, he was playing a character who had, like, an idea of who he was. Now he doesn't know anything. Nope. I love like how he, he jumps from character to character. Like yeah. His accents, he even, he even does uh, Armstrong. Armstrong. <laughs> Armstrong. <laughs> yeah. He pulls the wig off, pulls the sideburns off, pulls yeah. the mustache off, pulls the contacts out. Yep. Father O'Malley. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so now we get into our escape sequence. Uh, Cody's rigging up a bridge to explode. The main cast is in a drug truck escaping. Then Tran walks out with an RPG and shoots it at the truck, which blows up the truck. Um, Cody says, I'm moving to catering after this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Tug is now like in that like state, like um, the saving private Ryan explosion where you can't hear anything. Yes. uh, Type state um, as everyone's starting to recover from the explosion. Um, and then all of a sudden he comes to, it's Sandusky, Kevin Sandusky, (laughs) (laughs) which someone finally got his name right. (laughs) And then he's like, it looks like Speedman's back. So they all start running towards the chopper. Um, Cody looks at four leaf and says, hit the plunger when they, when they all get across the bridge. Um, then Speedman like stops and says he wants to stay at which point, um, Lazarus tells him this ain't tofu dinner theater. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but Speedman says he needs to get his son half squat. Um, so they get on the chopper. A Speedman runs back, and then he like runs back immediately the other direction with the ba- like the kid on him stabbing him in the shoulder <laughs> yeah. over and over. Oh god, that blood is well, spurting out and stuff. It's yeah, so and then he's getting shot at at the same time, and he's yep. yelling, "Blow the bridge! Blow the bridge!" And he throws the fucking kid who just like cartwheels <laughs> off into the distance. So great. Uh, um. And they and and then once the bridge blows and Speedman does his like his like a uh, movie explosion like fly away from the bridge, yes. um, Lazarus runs out to save save him and Speedman's like I can't feel my legs. Well, that's goes, also a that was a riff on uh, on Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. Oh when yeah, he gets it was. blown forward and then sideways. Yep. So that right. was just a direct like not jab but a fun poke at at Tom Cruise. Yeah, I didn't think about that, but you're right about that. Yeah. I'm just used to seeing the movie explosions, but I never thought about the exact like, yeah. yep. same thing. Um, he says he can't feel his legs, but Lasser says they're just in a puddle. <laughs> they're a puddle of water. <laughs> he looks down and goes, oh, okay. 
then they finally do the end of, like the the scene they should have done at the beginning. They're doing it right. But yes. Like, and Speedman finally breaks and cries. I know. Don't look and, now. Um, don't look now, mate. <laughs> yeah, don't look now, mate. But you're actually crying. Um, they get in the chopper and start to take off, and then Tran like aims the RPG right at the helicopter that's in the air, and then out of nowhere, miraculously, Pecker runs out of the jungle with the TiVo <laughs> in his hands. Like, how he knew exactly where they... I guess he had the satellite phone. He could have tracked it. Yes, exactly. Okay, so that makes a little more sense. He runs out. He realizes that Tran's going to shoot the helicopter down, so he throws the TiVo <laughs> right in front of the RPG. It blows up, um, and saves, and it saves the day. Um, at which point, they fly off, and Pecker, like, like on crack speed, like, he's like an extra speed. Like, he got the fucking magic star in Mario. That was off hysterical. Into the when, when we watched that... When I rewatched that this movie with my with my oldest son and my middle son, and that's when we caught that like he takes off like he, he's like the road runner, which <laughs> yeah. is hysterical. We're running off into the jungle, and like you said, like super speed. It's so good. It's crazy. Um, so we fade out to the scene in the Oscars where uh, Lazarus is presenting the award to Tug Speedman for his role in Tropic Thunder, the true story behind the making of the most expensive fake true war story ever. <laughs> Christopher Walken is kind of pissed off that he lost no, out. No, it's, John, it's John, John Voight. Ah, oh, it's John Voight. I always get those two confused. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, don't, how, don't you dare. John Voight's an animal and Christopher, Christopher Walken's Walken's a national treasure. Um, Anyways, moving on. Well, really quick. No, no, no. Quick, <laughs> sorry. The funny don't, thing don't about... Don't let me linger on my mistakes. This, the, <laughs> well, I have to go to John Voight because his reaction, being pissed off, is directly connected to his reaction when he lost the best Oscar... Uh, oh, you're right. Category for Midnight Cowboy in 1969. So he he reacted like that when he lost. So he just basically redid it. So he does look cool. like Christopher Walken too, though. I'm not gonna lie. He does. All right, a bit. Kind of like guess. Neil, Norm Macdonald is the uh, other Paul Newman. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, anyways, so. Kevin's and, and Sandusky's there with Jennifer Love Hewitt, which I thought was pretty funny because he was talking yes. about her. And Al Pacino's there with Lance Bass. Yeah. Um, but if you know, also if you notice in the background, Cody's holding up an Oscar. Oh, he won he? an Oscar as well. Yes, oh, he won an Oscar as well for the special effects. I didn't uh, see that before. Yes, so he's he's like waving it in the background when when he gets up to accept it. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I just looked at it. He is there. Toby yeah. McGuire is there too. Yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jason Bateman's in there. Uh, uh, who else is in there? Yeah, I'm trying um, to scan the audience as you all. Yeah, Alicia Silverstone's in there. Yeah. Oh, yep, there she is. That's crazy. Yep. I, I, I totally missed the the Danny McBride one. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah, Jason Bateman sitting right right there next to Ben Stiller. Yep. Huh. Yeah. How did I miss all that? Anyways, before I get lost into this, looking who's in the audience. Um. Les and his assistant are watching the Oscars and talking about how much money they actually ended up making. Um, and Grossman, of course, busts his balls about a uh, fucking nutless monkey can do your I job. Know. That's that's also that's my second favorite line because that was used at a, <laughs> after I'd been laid off for a little while. And I got a job. That was our inside joke. Me and the other two guys that got hired is that nutless monkeys could do our jobs. <laughs> and that wasn't far off from reality. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> then we get a. Uh, Grossman sending them off to go party and we get Luda. Luda comes on the, the speakers and Grossman just does his best fucking dance ever. 
with the yes. gold chain. He opens his shirt up, the gold chain pops out. He's fucking yep. just dancing. And then a montage of shit starts happening over the credits, interposed with him dancing some more. Yes. Um, yep. And then we get, you know, the, the cast of characters, which I like when they're doing the characters, like they're naming everybody and zooming in on them. But when they get to Pecker's son, he doesn't get named. He just gets some, like, random space invaders next to him. I know. It's, oh, that was so awful. It's still awful when I think about what they did. But, yeah. yeah. So that was Tropic Thunder. <laughs> Fucking crazy-ass yep. movie. <laughs> oh, definitely. Ugh. But the top of its game, I mean, it, 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 it's it's one of a kind. There's no question about that. Yeah, and, and I know nowadays with the whole culture of canceling shit that everyone's like, oh, this movie's so offensive. But that was kind of the point of this movie was to poke fun at how, like, shitty Hollywood was. Yes, oh, 100%. That's, so, yes. yes, there's a lot of use of words you shouldn't use, and there's a lot of use of just people being terrible people, but that was the point of the movie. Like, yeah, 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 100%. It was, it was, you know, exploring the vapid nature of Hollywood and, yeah, you know. They're just a dude playing a dude disguised right. as another dude. And uh, to, to touch on RDJ's role, okay, this took, the movie came out in 2008 along with Iron Man yeah. um, and, well, The Incredible Hulk also came out in 2008. This was his rebirth, this was part of his rebirth as an actor because he was a pariah based on his, his you know, on-set antics and the drug problems and, and all that stuff. Um, this, was, this was part of his rebirth. I mean, he had done some other stuff before that, like he did Zodiac and, and A Scanner Darkly and stuff, but it, it still, it wasn't, he wasn't in the mainstream no. as we know him now. That's the funny, the yeah. funny thing about that. It's and funny to think he did this after movies. he did Iron Man. <laughs> like... What's that? This is the first thing he was released in after Iron Man. Right, exactly. So, but it was probably shot, you know, whatever the time frame was, very close to each other. So yeah. he, he still was an unknown commodity at that point again. It's weird to say because we know him now, you know, and we knew him way back. I mean, he was, you know, part of the Brat Pack and stuff. But, um, you know, this was one of the movies that helped him get back into the mainstream. Oh, yeah. I, I just... This movie's awesome. It's so much fun. Yep. It's such a fun movie. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, the cast and, is great, and and the performances. I mean, Jack Black just kills it in this movie, yeah. man. This is hilarious. And while it's um, you know, more comedy than anything else, it does have serious moments in it, also. Yes. And uh, I think that's what kind of makes it work so well. Is it's. It's it's got a lot going for it, and it's a cool like I like you said in the beginning. It's a cool idea for a movie. Oh, definitely. So uh, that brings us to you know the fun part of the show here. All right. What do y'all kind of rate this movie? You want to go, Eric? Yeah, I think uh, all things considered, everything we talked about, I would give this. Three and a half. Yeah, that's about where I'm at. About three and a half stars for uh, Tropic Thunder. Three and a half cans of uh, booty juice. Booty juice. Booty sweat. Booty, booty sweat. sweat. Right. All right, that's fair. Um, I will. I'm going to go a little bit higher than that because when I rewatched this movie. 
um, it held up. I laughed my ass off out loud. Um, and again, if I break things into the categories, you know, this being, you know, in the comedy category, um, it still rates very highly with me uh, overall. So I am going to give it a solid four um, just because it, like I said, it holds up for me. Um, laugh If I'm laughing out loud, you know, 12 years after it came out, it's definitely quality in my book. All right. Both both fair, fair assessments here. Um, this movie suffers from two things more than anything else, I think. One is going to be outdated technology, which we've discussed. But in a comedy movie, I think that kind of adds to the comedy of it for me. So, like, for me, that's not necessarily a detractor as much as it's pretty funny. When I see that they're, like, flipping out over a TiVo. Right, right, right. Um, the second thing it suffers from is the fact that, you know... <laughs> It's got some racy edges around it. But for me, that's never been a problem. I I can appreciate the fact that comedy is comedy. And not everything needs to be subjected to the brutal tooth comb of, is it going to offend somebody? Because comedy should somewhat be offensive. (laughs) And the fact of the matter is it was done on purpose. So the two things that would normally detract from this movie, because everything else about this movie is pretty much fucking perfect, um... The two things that would normally detract for it don't affect me, my opinion of this movie in any way, shape, or form. And because of that, I'm giving this movie a 4.8. I love this movie. Wow. All and right. it's rewatchable as fuck. No, I, I, respect, this I totally movie. respect that rating. I could watch this movie almost every week and not get bored of it. Like that To me, that's what makes a movie good, is if I can just keep rewatching it over and over and over again and not getting sick of it. If I... Yep. If, like. If I put it on and I'm like, uh, and then I turn it off any time during the movie or I like decide like my mind wanders and I want to do something else, that's what's going to detract. If this movie's on, I'm sitting there watching the whole thing. Yep, that makes sense. I watched it six times in the past two days and I'm not bored of it. <laughs> <laughs> just, okay. just to put it into perspective. All right. So yeah, that, that's all where right. I stand on this one. It's, it's one of my top movies of all time. Cool. So, uh... We got that part out of the way. I think my score brought it back up to a four overall. So, <laughs> yes. fucking Eric over here, Mister. I fucking hate the movies. <laughs> I'm gonna give Cool Hand Luke a big ass score, but fuck Tropic Thunder. <laughs> oh wow, it's taking a personal. I never Eric. said fuck Tropic Thunder. Th- I thought just, it was I'm very just funny. With you, man. I'm fucking with you. Um, so let's uh let's plug away. Go ahead, Doug. Right. Plug. Uh, yep, 37 effects. Uh, my website's up now, which uh, was a lot of work, but it was fun to do. And I'm pretty proud of it, to be honest with you. Give myself a pat on the back. So uh, the word 30, the number 7, fx.com. Uh, if you use the code FATGUY2021, uh, you get 10% off. Um, that code will be valid probably for about a week after this drops, but I'll probably have another code coming up so it's always good to check my instagram for uh the discount codes that i'm throwing out there so that you can take advantage of that uh you can subscribe so you get uh insider news i i promise i won't inundate you with that crap but i'll send occasional emails out with you know secret sales and stuff um you know i'm trying to i'm trying to keep this professional and make it professional even though i'm not (laughs) so anyway (laughs) Hit me up if you're looking for a really cool fuzz pedal, and and I'm I'm dropping some uh, I'm dropping a new pedal probably end of January, sometime mid February. So look forward to that. They're all movie related, so it should be fun. Nice. 
Well, I'll throw my plug in there, art of ericbabone.com. Uh, any custom art, any prints uh, of past work, logos, branding, uh, you know, 2021, things are opening up again. So even though it's a little crowded on the uh, commission list, there's room for you. If you need something, hit me up, art of Eric Pabone, P-A-B-O-N.com. And as always, you can head to artofericpabone.threadless.com for your Masters of the Cinematic Universe t-shirts. Hell yeah. And if your favorite part of this episode is me fucking things up and getting things wrong, you should check out my other podcast, Just Surprise Me, because I really do it on there. <laughs> Brings it to a whole new level. <laughs> a whole new level of me just going off the rails. And, you know, I know on this podcast I'm so clean cut and I never say anything vulgar or rude, but oh, no. on really. that other one... <laughs> I'm the it, potty mouth on this episode, on this uh, podcast, actually, compared to yeah, you guys. Yeah, I mean, you guys are, you guys are good. I, I, I tend to let a little bit, little bit loose, which I need to dial back a bit. No, I, no on the other show, let it fly, I, man. I just <laughs> hit the record button and say, big ass titties. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the mildest thing said. Yeah, and I'm the mildest person. On, well, no, Will's probably more mild than me. But <laughs> Will is more mild. We have but to RJ. That. <laughs> yeah. That, all right. He's our very own gothopotamus. <laughs> But can I be a prick and say, is RJ still on the uh, podcast? No. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be on one of the next episodes. Coming oh, really? Back. He's coming back. Oh, I love yep. it. I'm so happy. You're, yeah. you're going to be there too, though, right, Doug? Of course, man. You ask him there. You know that. I told you you're the fourth Beatle. Unless I'm having a hard episode or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which actually happened once. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. We need you for the show. My old man kicked in and I had to bow out. and These guys were all shitting themselves. Oh, my God. We're going to lose Dougie. I knew I was fine, but. How do, you, how do you get that point across, you know, over an instant message? I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. You're like, I'm having a heart attack, but I'm fine. Yeah, it's Just all right. Just a murmur. It's, this happens all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it used yeah. to happen to me every Sunday, but not anymore. <laughs> no. That's uh, true. Although I almost had a heart attack at the end. Of, uh, I know this is coming out weeks in advance, but uh, I almost had a heart attack a game or so ago. Oh, we'll no. I get it. I get it. Yep. Yep. I'll, I'll get off the podcast before I talk about that. So next, uh, what movie do we have coming up next? Oh, crap. Uh, That's a I'm good question. I believe it's actually Tombstone. It is Tombstone? With yep. our friend Will LeHue. Oh, he's so excited of, about this, as am I. Of Just Surprise Me. So yeah. uh, you can catch that episode when it when it gets uh, you know released uh, next month. Um. That is correct, also because this comes out in January and that one comes out in February. So, yep, and <laughs> that is in my that is in my list, my top ten movies, favorite movies of all time. So, it's going to be another fun one. I'm going to bring a lot of shit to that one. Yeah, that's a great movie. That, that should be a really fun one, also. Yeah. Well, once again, thank you guys for putting up with us. Uh, we hope you enjoy this show. We hope you keep listening. Join our Facebook group, and as always, lights, camera, fuck off. Cappuccino, baby, put that pussy mac down. My drink and my noodle legs, that pussy come round. I'm so cool, I'm so cool with it. When it comes to this pussy, I'm like glue with it. Sticking straight to the pussy, will never leave my side. Ain't no pussy in the world, Cappuccino can't find. No, it can't hide, and you can bet I love the shade of pussy. I really don't mind. I love the pussy, I love the pussy. I sniff it out just like a dog for the pussy. I make it.